How's it going? Today on the Black Tie Affair, Patrick and I talk about indictments, double standards, and a lot of birthday shenanigans. It's going to be a great show. Take a listen. Hey, welcome once again to the Black Tie Fair Show. Two friends about politics, pro sports, and pop culture. Kinda. I'm one of your hosts, Jelani, and to my left, Sukat. Sukat. Have you? Have you? Sukat. Stop doing that. Stop doing that. That doesn't mean anything. It does mean something. You gonna sue a cat? I'm gonna. I'm gonna educate you right now. So. Um, the the most famous known Patrick Saint Saint Patrick, fifth mm-hmm. century BC. Uh, he was a saint. Yes, Saint Patrick. It's in his name. When when you become a saint, they change from your original name and they give you a saint name. Okay. Saint Patrick is not his real name. Oh, oh. But his real name is Sukkot. Oh, wait a minute. Okay, that was actually. And, that was actually kind of sexy. I'm just, I'm just putting it down for you. Uh, he was a Romanized Briton, and he was captured and enslaved in his youth by Irish raiders. Ah. So I'm just, I'm just giving, just laying the foundation of education for folks. I totally understand. And I, you know what? That would be dope. <laughs> and if you had used that next year in March, that would have been really, really <laughs> topical. But I still liked it. It wasn't that bad. It wasn't yeah. that bad. I try. I mean, you, you, you do try every once in a while. And you, you do all right. We are at episode number 33 of the Black Tie Affair. See, I like 33. You like 33? There's some there's some symmetry involved. You want us to stop now? No, I just like it, though. It just okay. it feels natural. All right. So next time we get to episode number 55, Patrick will once again be happy about the actual episodes. So that's good to hear. <laughs> every episode so far. Didn't like it so much. Not so much. It was. It wasn't. Didn't have that symmetry. Felt uncomfortable. I need that symmetry. Stay. Stay consistent. I understand. We are, uh, as always, in love with all of the love that we're getting from you guys. <laughs> yeah, that's I, a lot of love. Exactly. That's a lot of love. We're in love with the love. All right. All right. Um, <laughs> thank you guys for sticking with us. If you're brand new, this is a perfect place to start because this show's gonna be great. It's For the awesome. most part, yeah, exactly. At least that's what we predict. Well, we ain't never been wrong about that. <laughs> we ain't never been wrong about that. And with that being said, since we're going ahead and get into the predictions, let's go ahead and not keep you waiting any longer. Let's go ahead and jump into the information that you want to hear. Patrick, what's new? So again, um, don't really want to talk about this next topic. But you can't avoid it. But it's important that we talk about it. It's, un- it's unavoidable. Uh, it was the recent ISIS t- uh, attack. And I don't know if I want to call it ISIS yet, but there was a terrorist attack. And they claim attacks for almost everything. Right. Unfortunately. So it's like you don't even know what's happening. Yeah. So so I don't want to necessarily say, okay, it's ISIS right off the bat. But that's where kind of some of the signs are leading to. So background, uh, a New York City man rammed a rented tr- pickup truck down a bike path, killing at least eight people and injuring at least 11 others. The suspect's name is Seifulio Saipov. Sounds like a American-born name, doesn't it, Jelani? Yeah. Yeah, like Steve James. <laughs> well, if you do that comparison, no. But right. you think a lot of people have names from all over the place, and they live right here in the U.S. of A. 
He's a 29-year-old uh, immigrant with uh, Florida's driver's license. Just have to mention that uh, because he came from the U.S. Uh, from you, uh, uh, he came to the U.S. from Uzbekistan mm. uh, about seven years ago. Officials say he left a note claiming that he carried out the attack in the name of ISIS. Uh, shortly after the attack, the suspect was shot by the police and taken into custody. Uh, he allegedly told authorities that he felt good about what he had done and that he was inspired by ISIS propaganda videos. Uh, he was in court yesterday uh, to face terrorism charges. Uh, officials say he is from you know, Uzbekistan and he's been, a, he's been planning the attack for weeks, apparently. Uh, police are questioning also a second man. Um, so cue Trump's response. His overreaching, huge response. He's calling now for the suspect to get the death penalty. You know, and and, and I don't disagree with that. I think that's, that's you know, I think that may be appropriate. Okay, but here's the thing. It's not even a death penalty because <laughs> okay, he probably so, would have killed himself anyway because of that situation where it's, it's, the martyr. it's a martyr system. Right. So it's not really like, oh, wow, that's going to stop him from doing this again. Like, that's not really... Never mind. Go okay. Ahead. Continue. So um, he's calling on, but to take it one step further, uh, he's calling on Congress to end the diversity visa program uh, that actually brought the 29 year old here. So he's throwing the baby out with the bathwater. Of course. Because, right? you know, we can make it so that every single other immigrant suffers because this dude decided to kill and hurt um, about a dozen people. Not to minimize that number by any stretch of the imagination. I'm just saying that you have this and say, so you know what? Well, forget it. Nobody from the outside can come in. <laughs> Ban them all. Ban them all. And, and let's not forget the fact that we've also had terrorism attacks from people who are inside of our borders. Right. The guy who, the guy who uh, just recently, uh, the Las Vegas attacks. Who? What? Who? The, the, the guy in Las Vegas attacks. That guy is good old American. I don't know what you're talking about. That guy is from America. So all I know is that, nope, I don't believe it. So the question, the question I'm asking is, wherever he's from, whatever state he's from, do we ban them now? Right, we, we we could just ban an entire state. We just take a little like a a, a machine and pick that that state up yeah. and take it out into the sea. Right, <laughs> what? Sounds like a cartoon. <laughs> we our president is a cartoon. So um, they've also asked him that this just came out today. Uh, breaking news. They asked him if uh he thinks that that terrorist should should be sent to Guantanamo Bay, and he said, yeah, I think it's a good idea. Um, which in and of itself is is pretty difficult to do. Because Guantanamo Bay, yes, it's still open and it's still politically fraught um, with issues in terms of keeping it open, in terms of what do you do that the folks are there, uh, what, and I tell you, that's a time bomb waiting to happen because there's plenty of folks that we've probably uh, in many ways have violated their human rights and also their international rights as well. America. But with that being said, uh Trump has already said he, he's going to consider sending him to Guantanamo Bay, which sent all of the U.S. Department of Justice lawyers scrambling to figure out an answer how to back it up. So good job, Trump. How can, so are you going to have a death penalty and go to Guantanamo Bay? Yes, well, death penalty, but he's going to be in, there at Guantanamo Bay hanging out. I don't see why. I but mean, you, if, you, if you have the president calling for the death penalty, why don't you just take him out to the gallows and shoot him immediately? Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, here's the funny thing is that... Um, when you are talking about, uh, you know, a killer, someone who who murdered people, right? Uh, you prosecute them on U.S. soil in U.S. courts. You 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 can do that. Just like in other countries, if you're a citizen that gets caught there, right, then you should get prosecuted. 
there in that country's law. Exactly. This person is a U.S. citizen, right? Oh, he's naturalized already? He's naturalized. Well, let's see. Uh, so he's a U.S. resident. Okay. I don't know if he's naturalized, but he's here legally, right? He commits a crime. He should be tried under U.S. laws. Why are you sending him to some purgatory someplace in Guantanamo Bay? Again, the guy who shot those people in Las Vegas, had he been alive, would we send him to Guantanamo Bay? He killed more people. He's not brown, Patrick. That's what it is, right? I'm why. just trying to figure out I why. why? It's I, 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 not a gray area here. It's yeah. pretty pretty black and white. Yeah. Literally pretty I, black and white. I don't understand that because I'm sure he would like Timothy McVeigh. Like, why didn't we send him and try try him in some military tribunal Why would somewhere? you do that to a lone wolf? A lone wolf who was troubled, obviously. Right. Or like a troubled lone wolf. Or like there's millions, not well, not millions, but thousands of serial killers out there that have killed and murdered, and and they're not. You mean all those lone wolves? Yeah, we think that uh, these terrorists are like superheroes, right? Super villains. We think the super villains are super villains, right? We think that our 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 minimal. Security, maximum security prisons cannot handle these super terrorists. Do you see how often the Joker gets out? The Joker gets out all the time. So obviously, if you're going to take that same analogy into the real world, that's why they're afraid of the terrorists. Because like, they're going to get out because that's what they do. They get out all the time. Like, and terrorists are like foot soldiers, okay? They're not like the high-end top dog, okay? And you know, people forget that- These you are know, masterminds, Patrick. Well, people forget that, you know, we actually extradite criminals from other countries- and we put them in U.S. prisons because we are afraid of other countries' inability to keep them imprisoned. So we extradite them to us. The most crazy is like El Chapo, okay? There's like the, the head of the Sinaloa cartel Mexico. We extradited to here, to the U.S. And this guy has connections all over. And he actually is a supervillain and he actually yes. does get out all he, the time. I mean, he literally, like, he is known for getting out of prisons. Exactly. How do you do that often? Often. How do you figure out how to get out of jail more than once? Like, the last time they saw him, like, like, because I've been watching that Chapel documentaries, okay? And I want to, we'll go on tangent here, okay? Tangent away. Because he's actually made, like, 20, like, 11 foot, like, holes that had, like, um, uh, a transit system underneath. They actually had, like, a rail system. Like, he built a rail in there, and they put, like, a... Because he had to go, like, two miles or something underground. I mean, I mean underground, but two miles, like, uh, like uh, uh, horizontally. Yes. Okay? Like, this guy, this whoever this terrorist is, uh, Saipov, he's not a supervillain. Why does he need to go to Guantanamo? You sent El Chapo to Guantanamo. Exactly, but that's not the case. Like I said, it's 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 rooted in racism. And that's it's just, just stupid. And that's simply the way it is. It's just a symbol. Like, Guantanamo, like... Exactly. So... Back to what Trump is doing, okay? He wants to eliminate the di- diversity visa program. He tweeted, the terrorists came into our country through what is called the diversity visa lottery program. Ooh. A Chuck Schumer beauty. Uh, wow. I, I, I want merit-based ellipses. And then at 7.30 in the morning, we are fighting hard for merit-based immigration. No more Democrat, not Democratic, but Democrat, because he's blaming on the Democrats, right? He's taking a horrible incident. He's politicizing, politicizing it. it. But you shouldn't do that. Don't ever do that. But that's what he does. If You know what? He politicizes it when it works in his yeah, best interest. If he says something more human, I would be shocked. But this is not surprising to me. It just simply isn't. I mean, it is not surprising to me. Oh, no. I've, I've literally become them. Yeah, so I, I, I would do this yeah, every this week. Yeah, this isn't shocking anymore. No, not at all. Nothing, nothing, nothing shocks shocking. me. I, nothing. Nothing. Okay. Nothing. Okay, so it, it goes on to say, no more Democrat lottery systems. We must, much, 
we must get much tougher, and then uh, parentheses, and smarter, parentheses, period. At Fox and Friends. Wait. <laughs> okay. Wait. He had to tag Fox and Friends. I just, that's, that's what he does. Wait. I actually am surprised. Yeah. He tagged Fox and Friends. He said, at, yeah. Because Fox and Friends is his like media outlet. But no, but that's the whole network. But he specifically chose a show on yeah. Fox. He's like, like imagine if hey, Ob- Fox and Friends. Imagine if Obama did his tweet and said, at Rachel Maddow. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It's so weird, right? People would call him out like, for that shit. Who like, does that? No one, no one does that except for our current it's so guy crazy. who's in that li- who lives in that house. Okay, okay, okay. And then he goes on. Okay, it's so ridiculous. It's seven forty. Ten minutes later, Senator Chuck Schumer helping to import Europe's problems. He but he forgot the uh, uh what is it apostrophe. called apostrophe <laughs> problems. Said Colonel Tony Schaefer, "We will stop this craziness." Oh, that's crazy. Right? Mm-hmm. At Fox and Friends. <laughs> <laughs> like, who does that? At I Fox wa- and Friends. I want to go to Fox and Friends now and watch Jesus. them. It's like, so the president tweeted at us. And here's a couple of tweets that he went straight to us. Okay, so it doesn't end there, okay? So check oh, this out. son of a bitch. It says, this is my fact check moment, okay? At, at Jeff Flake. Because you know Jeff Flake is done now, right? He's like, resi- I mean, yeah. he, he said he's not going to run for election. So he's going to say crazy shit now because he don't give two shits, right? Yeah, yeah. You can't, no you fucks can't given. Be, you cannot beat me because I don't care. I don't care. So here's what Jeff Flake says. Or he tweets. Actually, the Gang of Eight included at Senator Schumer did away with the diversity visa program as part of border reforms. I know. I was there. In fact, had the Senate Gang of Eight bill passed the House, it would have ended the visa lottery program. And increased merit-based visas. So it was stopped. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Oh. But Trump, you know what happens? Is Trump gets handed a little fucking note, like a think of like a fortune cookie size note. Probably, yeah. And it's like, boom, I'm gonna tweet this. Yeah, exactly. But doesn't go back and figure out like the shit that he's saying is inaccurate. The, who cares? The facts do not line up. It doesn't matter, because I've been on Twitter, bro. It does not matter that he tweets inaccurate stuff because people, he, he, he has followers who will parrot what he says directly. It's 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 lovely. So that's that's like I said before, I don't get surprised. What so else happened? What's so what's gonna happen next is we'll see uh, if this actually goes anywhere. This does give him more because this is, and, and and we'll move on shortly. But this is Trump's overall desire he needs to be able to say see i told you so see i told you this was going to happen think about this a um a terrorist commits a a foreigner an immigrant right comes over from another country whose country is suspect right comes over assimilates himself here for a few years does a terrorist act people die now he has a reason to say look I look, we cannot allow this terrorist shit to happen again. This is something that in many ways benefits Trump's ideology and his and his ability or one of his tools to pass certain legislation. No, and I totally understand that, but where This is it, good for him. I know, but what where it falls short under just a little bit of logic is that what you're trying to say when you try to have this fear mongering is like, look, the others they're the dangerous ones. But then you have several examples 
prior to this particular example of some outsider, at least under the presidency of Trump, where people who were inside, who have always been American, were doing heinous acts. Two different ones. One using a car in Charlottesville. Yes. So that's already happening as well. But they were American. What were you doing to protect us from them? Right. No, in that case, it's there's problems on both sides. And in that case, there mm-hmm. is equivocation. In that case, there's like, well, I can rationalize that. That's the big difference. The fact of the matter is that you want to say, I'm going to protect you, but you can't protect us if it's not something where, oh, there's the boogeyman outside. Right. He needs to have that boogeyman. Yeah. And foreigners are the boogeyman. Of course. It's the easiest boogeyman. Yeah. Since the dawn of time. The other has been the boogeyman, and it's so simple. Yeah. They don't look like us. They're obviously the problem. True. True. Well, another set of issues you're dealing with is Mueller. You know, Robert Mueller. Mm-hmm. G- g- uh, good old Dick Tracy. <laughs> <laughs> Dick Tracy on the case. He's on the case. Uh, Inspector Gadget, right? Yes. No, no, no. Inspector Gadget was a fool. This guy is way better than that. Dick Tracy is better, better, better. Yeah. Than Sherlock Holmes, whatever, yes. right? Um, he sent out his first indictments. Mm-hmm. Pretty big shit. So let's go through some of the folks that he indicted. Paul Manafort, remember him? Good yep, old Paul Manafort. I do. Former campaign chief manager. Apparently he wasn't a big deal. Right, wasn't a big deal. Trump's former campaign chairman was charged with 12 counts, including conspiracy against the United States. That sounds pretty bad. Um, money laundering and failing to put foreign agent on his LinkedIn profile, which is kind of weird. Um, the charges are related to his work as a lobbyist for pro-Russian political party in Ukraine. Officials say he had the millions he was paid in his offshore accounts. Uh, Manafort, of course, says he's not guilty. Rick Gates, Manafort's longtime number two. They always get the number two. The number two always gets got. You know, the number two always is probably one of the first ones who get squeezed. The number two is set up to get got. Yeah, it's true. You never want to be the number two. Never be the number two. (laughs) You don't get all the credit, right, that number one does. Not not at all. If if everybody with your job titles or your, your aspirations out there looking to say what kind of job do i want never stop at number two you can be number three and say you know i'm right here you I'm can settle. be three you can, you be, can be number one don't yeah. be number two don't be number two you get caught up because not number two first one what happens number two knows all the shit can get uh, doesn't get doesn't get to reap the whole benefits exactly but can also get prosecuted to the full extent of the law. right so like what what happens with number twos is that the cops go to them and say look you need to flip your boss mm-hmm. if you flip your boss it will give you a deal if not, you go dying with the fucking ship. Yep. This motherfucker said, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm going to hold on to this ship. That's that's what happened. So Rick Gates, Manafort's number two, worked with Trump um, on the campaign. And the uh, back in the day when he, you know, Manafort used to do the whole Ukrainian lob- lobbying thing. Um, Gates got the same exact charges. And um, he also said that uh, there's part of the indictment is that he also helped try to help, you know, hide the money. But check this guy out. Okay. Check this shit out. George Papadopoulos. Papa. Papadopoulos was a formal Trump advisor. He was like, he's like 27, 30 years old or something. Um, like there's a report that part of his like Facebook profile showed that he was in like mock trial. That's part of his like Facebook profile that in high school he was in mock trial. He's going to just, I mean, you were in mock trial, but you don't seem to yeah. talk about the shit all the time. That's what I'm saying. It's on his Facebook. So, um, he, 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 he they're they're charging him with um, trying to set up the meeting between the Russell uh, the Russells the Russians and the campaign, because remember that that meeting they had 
that prepared meeting they had to get the dirt on Hillary Clinton back yeah. in the campaign. Well, he was charged with helping to facilitate that because that's illegal. Um, he was charged with lying to the FBI when he was asked about it. Uh, he pled guilty uh, you know, a few weeks ago. This just came out. Um, but he's been cooperating with the investigation. No, I heard, I mean, not to you know, question you, but I heard there was a couple months ago. Don't ever question. I'm, I'm questioning you right now then. Now now I'm adjusting my statement. It was a couple months ago, and he's like, I think it was in April that they got him. Yeah, oh yeah, this has been going on for months. This has been going on for months, and this is now, they got him months ago, they got to a deal point, right? And that's how I believe they actually got to the higher folks. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Because that's what the FBI does, right? They try to get the low rung folks first and then get to the higher, you know, the bigger fish. I've seen the untouchables. I know how it works. Right. So wh- what does, you know, what do these charges mean, right? Um, what's going to happen? So the ones against Gates and Man- uh, Manafort, they don't implicate Trump or his campaign quite yet. Um, but yesterday was a launch pad. Uh Charging uh, charges that are insisting that Manafort lobbying took place years ago. Uh, this is what Trump is saying, right? Trump is saying that this happened years ago, um, that it has nothing to do with his campaign, um, that there was, quote unquote, no collusion occurred during the elections. Um, even though pa- Papadopoulos, who's like this, this scrub, right? Um, w- his crime that he's getting charged for was directly to the campaign. Does that make sense? But here's the thing, Patrick. I don't know if you know about Papadopoulos, but <laughs> from what I heard from the Trump court camp, he didn't really mean anything. Trump barely knew him. Even though I've seen pictures of him sitting in the same room as Trump, that doesn't mean anything. Even though I've seen several pictures of him in the same room as Trump, it doesn't matter. <laughs> that guy, no. no one knows him. That guy, he's just out here doing his own thing. He's a loose cannon. He was a lone wolf. He's another lone wolf. These lone wolves, man, terrorists. I'm telling you. Campaign terrorists. Wolves. Campaign terrorists. Get rid of these lone wolves. So it's like really weird because Trump's trying to avoid himself as much as possible. Of course. For Manafort. But it's like it's your campaign. Like he's a top advisor in your campaign. Like he say, oh no, he no, he committed those crimes before he came on board and nothing seeped over. Nothing. He's part of a presidential campaign and he seeps over. And Trump, who's never had any had any love for Russians before he became became a candidate for office. All of a sudden, when Manafort gets into the scene, he's all about it. There's literally video of Trump being all, says nothing about, he, like, like before Manafort came to the campaign, like, Trump had held, like, hundreds of, like, rallies, never, ever talking about uh, uh, Russians or never talking about sanctions against Russians. The moment that Manafort came to his campaign, there's all this footage of video. You go, you can look it up. Ray, uh, Rachel Maddow did this entire like like monologue, this video collage showing that Trump's speeches after Manafort came on board. Yeah, no, no, and you can't even find after Manafort came on board Trump saying a bad thing about Russia in any way, shape, or form. It's always some around the way. Yeah. You he, never like, hey, Trump Russia can blast about- everybody. Trump yeah. Trump yeah. can blast the Pope. He has blasted the Pope. Yeah, but Russia, you know, Putin's a good guy. He like, never. That guy, he's, a, he's a nice dude. It's just so weird. Like, it's overt. Like, it's you're, you're, you're watching and going, this can't be happy. This is, cannot be real. Like, this guy is either got to be, like, the smartest guy. He, he's, he's either got to be a buffoon or he's motherfucker Kaiser Soze. Okay. He's Kaiser fucking Soze. We'll get to that part later. Um, but I think it's him being a buffoon. Well, so there's a bunch of conspiracies that that are that are being that are being alleged, including laundry la- laundering of millions of dollars, and a whole host of things. And 
there's a lot of there's a there's like a 420 something page uh indictment that you can go and read um actually no, i'm sorry that's i'm gonna get my shit mixed up 420 pages was was the hell uh the tax reform bill we're gonna talk about okay um this is an indictment you can read it's too i did not read it i read summaries because i don't read nerd so, <laughs> first of all, you're the one who did all the homework on this thing, and all of a sudden you're gonna come out nerds and shit. All right, well, um, so so I got a small clip. Okay, uh, it's our friends at Positive America. They're our friends. I, there is just they're they're as much of friends as, like, high school, like the guy in the bleachers, cheering for the captain, the quarterback, like from the sidelines. Yeah, that's, that, that, that's who we are. That's who we are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And they are like. The all-star quarterback. Exactly. The quarterback's doing well yeah. on his own. Us cheering him on doesn't change too much, <laughs> but we feel better about it. Yeah, that's kind of like, that's that's our connection. That That's our friendship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Friendships come in different types of forms. I think that, that's an accurate description. This yeah, is yeah. the type of friendship. Even yeah. though they don't know, I've emailed them. I've emailed them. And I've at them. Yeah. But they don't respond back to that. They but it's okay. They don't they never do that. They're not going to do that. It's okay. I still am... Um, I was so friends with The them. olive branch is still out there, guys. But for now, let's go ahead and listen to Patrick. Let's do it. Let's start with some news. This morning, Donald Trump's former campaign chairman, Paul Manafort, and his partner and former Trump advisor, Rick Gates, were each indicted on one count of conspiracy against the United States, one count of conspiracy to launder money, one count of acting as an unregistered agent of a foreign principal, two counts of making false statements, and four counts of failing to report foreign bank accounts. Manafort turned himself in. You forgot is also one count of, but what about the uranium? (laughs) (laughs) Manafort turned himself into an FBI field office this morning. Perhaps even more importantly, former Trump foreign policy advisor George Papadopoulos pleaded guilty in a separate case for making false statements to the FBI about his interactions with a Russian national who told him that high-level Russian government officials had dirt on Hillary Clinton in the form of thousands of emails. Basically, our friend George said that the Russian reached out to him before he ever joined the Trump campaign. This was not true. The Russian reached out to him because he had joined the Trump campaign. Papadopoulos was apparently arrested at Dulles Airport on July 27th and since then has been cooperating with the government. Uh Matt Miller. Welcome to the program. We have many questions for you. Yeah, hey guys. (laughs) Cool morning. Uh, Matt, I guess we should just start with what stands out to you as most significant among this flurry of indictment news this morning? So I think there's one really big picture thing when you connect the two of them that stands out. Um, It's not a coincidence at all, obviously, that um, you saw both a plea agreement from George Papadopoulos and some really heavy charges against Paul Manafort and Rick Gates on the same day. Um, I think what what, uh, Bob Mueller is doing is sending a signal to everyone else out there, every potential subject, every potential witness, look, there are two ways this can go when I come to talk to you. You can either cooperate and you'll get the deal like Papadopoulos got, and it looks like he's going to get zero to six months, which I bet when he ends up in court, lands on something like probation. Or you can get, you know, every possible criminal charge we can throw at you, which is what they did to Manafort and Gates, who not only didn't cooperate with them, but if you look through the indictment, it seems actually lied the first time they were approached. So um, that that's, I think, kind of the, the big picture takeaway for today. It's like, it, you know, this is, this is the first of many steps in this investigation, and it's Mueller telling people, you know, cooperate or else. All right. So they kind of explain... You know, this is the first chapter. This is the beginning. Chapter one. Uh, so that's that's all we know for now. Um, there isn't much more information other than 
uh, they're they're indicted. They're going to go through the you know normal court proceedings, and so we'll see what other shoe drops. But I tell you, Lonnie, this shit's going to blow up. There's going to be more stuff coming out of the pipe. Oh no no no! I'm I'm absolutely certain of that. And the thing is that I was listening to. I'm not even sure that might have been the same podcast, but they were talking about the fact that what if Trump tries to fire Mueller and how bad that would look? That would be two in one go where you're sitting there, especially they're saying that it'll be way more difficult for him to even try to do it now, seeing as he actually has brought up charges, seeing as he actually has something he's doing that's making sense. True. It, it, it's more of a reason for obstruction of justice. Exactly. You are getting in the fucking way. Yeah, exactly. If he did anything now, it'd be like, whoo, whoo. Mm. Yeah, he's, I mean, Mueller's pretty politically insulated. But, I mean, shit, you don't know what Trump, man. You just, because it's not illegal for him to do it. As I said before. It's not illegal for him to do it. But they're, they're trying to actually set up something that will make it so that there had to be a three-judge system to allow him to even try to bring up a reason to fire Yeah, him. they're trying to pass legislation. Yeah. 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 Well, moving so on. So annoying. Fucking tired of this shit. I, I know. I know. We're going to talk about some good stuff. One day. One day. <laughs> One day. Okay, so we're going to talk about tax reform, Lonnie. I thought you Isn't said, that sexy? What about the good stuff? When is that I know. Of? I don't want to talk about this. It's so boring. Can I skip? <laughs> I, I want to skip it, but it's important. I think I think I should just try to, try to go through it. Say the quick stuff. Okay. It's a lot of bullshit. Okay. Cuts, cuts, cuts. <laughs> All right, so... Republican lawmakers unveiled a sweeping rewrite of the tax code on Thursday. It outlines $1.5 trillion plan that will deliver significant tax cuts for uh, corporations and, of course, more modest middle-class savings or middle-class families. Um, But the biggest winners here are businesses, okay? Um, Check out what the name's called, okay? Because you're like an ad guy, right? You're, like, good at, like, writing stuff, That's kind of my job function. They're calling it Tax Cuts and Jobs Act. It's a name, Lonnie. That's, what, what, what's the real one? What's the real name? Tax Cuts and Jobs Act of 2017. Boom. Drop the mic. Word. Hashtag wordplay. That's not wordplay. Okay. Uh, but you know what Trump wants to call it? He wants, he wants to call it like he's a DJ. Cuts, cuts, cuts. Yes. That's DJ, it. DJ Donald Trump. Cuts, cuts, cuts. That's what he wants to name it. So let me tell you what's in the bill and let me tell you what some winners are, okay? Please. Here are some winners. Corporations. I, I know. Okay. With high tax rates. Uh, now, I, I just want to let you know that Republicans will say this is a framework. This is just this is just a sandbox, okay? This mm-hmm. is, We get to play within this world, okay? Mm-hmm. But nothing's been defined yet. Yeah. But they are saying that the framework lowers corporate tax from uh, rate to 20% from where it's 35% right now. Uh, Trump actually wanted to go to 15%, of course, uh, but pretty much they, they, they agreed to 20%. Um, it also lowers the tax rate for small businesses to 25%. Uh, the majority of small businesses would use cash, uh, extra cash to expand businesses and hire additional employees, um, says the Job Creators Network. Uh, he was on Fox News, by the way. Oh, and, and he, knows, he knows this. He knows <laughs> what they're going to do with the money? Uh-huh. He, oh, okay. Yeah, he knows exactly what they're going to do. Okay, perfect. This is Fox News, though. This yeah, is yeah, yeah. No, that's. I mean, now here's the thing. At Fox and Friends. Here's the thing. <laughs> they, the problem is because they're so bent about this whole sh- small government thing. They don't realize that if they really, really wanted to make a, a significant change and say, okay, I'm going to have these tax cuts, but I'm also going to make sure that jobs are created, then you would go ahead and provide incentives, saying, you know what, if you get these tax cuts, a direct correlation is that you have to use the dollars that you have to go ahead and get more people working. If you said that, make a quid pro quo or whatever, 
then you'd be you okay. mandate them. Yes. That those savings must go back into you. And that's what I'm but saying. But then the chambers, where you, you can't tell businesses how, how, how to use their money. Exactly. Yes, you can, bitch. Yes, you can. It's, it's federal money. Exactly. We can tell you how to use federal money. That's the whole point of federal money. Exactly. So, But they won't do that. That's my point. No. So you're like, oh, yeah, we'll just leave it up to their hands. They'll, they'll do the right thing. No, they fucking won't. Uh, heirs of large estates also will get a benefit. You know, like the... So rich people. The rich, yeah. Uh, the plan eliminates what's the so-called death tax. Remember we talked about that? Of course, that one. Uh, it's a federal... That, that uh, only estate. affects really rich people, that, that tax. <laughs> so it's, it's the federal estate tax, which typically affects, of course, wealthier Americans. Uh, it's a tax on property transferred from after the owner's death. Uh, so after you die, they still want... They still don't want... No. I'm taking it with me. <laughs> rich, dead people want to have all their money also. <laughs> yeah. Um, so people who do not uh, do their own taxes, well, well, that's kind of a weird statement, but let me explain that. Uh, the framework says Republicans hope to simplify the tax code and that Americans can file their own taxes. Um, the plan collapses the number of brackets from seven to as little as three. I, I've even seen some some samples of them. You you file your taxes online on a post a postcard. But of course, who uses postcards anymore? Like that's what they do, right? That's, I mean, when's the last time you can you you have you know postcards require a separate stamp. I would never use a postcard. But but that's how you file your taxes. You would just send in a postcard. That's how you. This easy is twenty seventeen. Postcards are look. Someone is in the postcard making lobbying business. Got exactly. this deal put in. I'm sure they did. Also, okay. it's funny about, about the whole people who do their own taxes. Because what you're trying to do in that case, or you could. It could be said you're trying to do in that case is giving people who actually do taxes, which is a job. <laughs> you're basically making people lose their jobs because you know, you're giving the incentive to people who not go to those areas. So let me just explain. They have, they have, oh, my God. So here's the thing. You know, the postcard thing, it's got to have probably sounded cool to like middle America, right? Like like older 40, 50 year olds must have been like, oh, my God. Yeah, that, that sounds or not even 40 year olds, like 65 year olds. Right. Yeah. Oh, great. Postcards. Oh, I love they, they bring back postcards. Right. You ask a millennial what the fuck a postcard is. They probably don't know what a fucking postcard is. What do you do with the postcard? Postcards. I don't know what to fucking do with a postcard. Exactly. You don't, do, you, don't, you don't. Who uses fucking postcards? Nobody uses postcards. When's the last time you sent a postcard no, out? No, there is no last time. It's zero. <laughs> there was never a time. Anyways, I, that's, that's like what they That's like the last time I had sex on the moon. I'd never have. <laughs> postcards. But, but goals. So also who benefits are high income households. I don't want to. I don't want to go no more. It just I'm, I'm over it. it what, no high. It's everybody who's not us. <laughs> exactly. So just let it go. This tax cut is for not middle America. All right. It's for Trump's friends as always because rich people really like their money so much so that they will spend their money to make sure they don't have to give their money away. Which so sounds ridiculous. So okay. So here's a small nugget of of awesomeness, right? Um, low income households though. Uh, the plan doubles the standard deduction, which is good for them. Uh, it's it's going to reduce the amount of tax income to twelve thousand for individuals and twenty four thousand for married couples, making low income uh, taxpayers um, a good benefit here. That's at least that's what they say. Um, it also increases the child tax credit, which could be beneficial to most families. Uh, which, like my family, we get a nice little a little bump. Um, the losers are taxpayers in high tax states, such as Jelani. California. California. And of course, New York, and which are blue states. So we get a nice little punch in the gut. Well, that's what you get for voting Democratic. Um, <laughs> it's, gonna, it's going to, um, it's going to, look, you got me lost my train of thought now. Um, it's going to increase the national debt. 
uh, by quite a bit. Uh, it's going to result in approximately $2.2 trillion of net tax cuts, which is going to blow a hole in the national debt. And, you know, Republicans used to be for uh, not having a large debt, but this guy is just, you know what, just put on the card. It's okay. Oh, no, no, no. They've never been for that. They say they've been for that. Ronald Reagan raised the debt also. It's true. They are all about raising the debt. They don't want to say it. it's them. Yeah. So let me give folks some examples of what we're talking about, okay? So, Jelani, let's start with you. All right. Um, so, and this picture kind of looks like you look at it. That's kind of odd. No, no I actually was going to say the exact same thing. That's really odd that they chose. Oh, yeah. There's because a young black professional, and he's the guy who's going to basically be me in this particular um, analogy. Go ahead, yeah, go so, so we're looking at this kind of like graph and table, and there's like little emojis, right, uh, that represent... Well, the, iconic the person, faces. Iconic faces. And the one that I'm about to read has like, he's black. Um, and clearly he's black, right, Jelani? He wears glasses, but Jelani doesn't really, but it looks like, tr- like like trendy glasses, like hipster glasses. I'm pretty sure the glasses are fake. And then it has a skinny tie with the, a night, like a snug shirt. It looks like something you would wear. Well, this person's named James. Okay. They make $30,000 a year. Uh, they're single. So they get taxed the highest. Um, no, uh, no kids. Uh, and let's say, for instance, you have tax-deferred retirement, like 401k, you contribute like 2000 a year, right? So the current law says that uh, under that that bracket, um, it would be $4,000 you normally get taxed, but under his plan, you'd only get taxed $3,944. Ooh, so, so, I mean, so $200. You get an extra $188. Mm. So that's going to help you, right? No. Because the billionaires will get millions of, millions of, millions of dollars. Yes. But, okay, so let's look at my situation. Oh, okay, uh, yes. So let's say this person name's Kavya. Why do they Why, why do they do this? Why do they make him sound so ethnic? Kavya and Nick are going together. Kavya and Nick. Like, really, that's a kowtow, right? That's like, you want to try to make it like someone could relate to that. Like, who the hell is named Kav? But they also oh, yeah. have Joe and Ethan. They are definitely doing something to make it. Yeah, true. there's there's one emojicon that's like, it's clearly like two dudes. It's Joe and Ethan. Yeah. So gay households clearly are different, or they... They're just giving different examples. <laughs> It's cool though. I, mean, I know exactly. They've been more inclusive. Look at all the different the skin colors and stuff. I love yeah, this. They got, they're like multiracial. Exactly. This yeah. is this is this is a. You're digging this, huh? I, I do. I like that kind of stuff because it's a realistic portrayal. It's I like a real reflection of America. This is what America looks like. Even in in, in, in graphs. Even in graphs. Okay. It should always be that way. <laughs> okay. Be accurate. So Kavya and Nick. Okay. Um. They let's say combined income eighty five thousand. They're married. Uh. They're one earner. So the only one household works uh, and they have two kids, let's say uh, they, let's say, say 5,500 a year in 401k. The current law says they would get taxed $10,614. They will get under this law, it would be 9542 which means that you get about $1,000 back. Oh, $1,000. And Kavi is making that money, $85,000 all by herself. <laughs> How do you know she's the one that's making the money? I don't see why not. It's true. So Nick's at home taking care of the kids. Nick's out there making it happen. All right. So um, those are some examples. Um, there's a few more examples. If you want, email us. We have one that they make $2 million. So for those of those who listen to us who make $2 million, I don't know if that's our demographic, but I want to put our listeners down. I'm sure we have millionaires who listen to our show. That you get damn straight. <laughs> because, but, but just by comparison, so under the tax plan, millionaires, um, they, they, they would get a savings of 35000 just go ahead and take go ahead and take that. Hmm. Take that. But still, it's less than ours because we actually, by proportion, would be 10% and they would be only um, 5%. 
Ah. Ooh, ooh, but check this out. The Uber millionaires, right? The people, oh no, that's not Uber millionaires. I take that back. No, because Laura and Seth are Uber, no. Yeah, or Laura and Seth who, are two The million. people who make out. Because Olivia and Richard make it two. Yeah. I know right now because we're looking at this graph and we're saying. It names, sounds weird. It we sounds sound weird. crazy. Sorry, sorry. We're looking at numbers and one is another couple. So yeah, Laura the people who make out the best in this, okay? So let's give yes. the best scenario. Give okay? the best scenario. The make best scenario is if you make $800,000 a year combined income. Okay, let's say you and you have two kids and you're married. Okay, uh, under Trump's plan, you actually get a 17% tax break. Okay, in addition, so that means um, if you normally pay taxes $349,000 um, in taxes, um, the proposed law would bring you to 290000 which means that you get $59,000 as a tax break, 17% tax break off your income. So you could make what some people make in a full year as your... Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's true. So uh, the people who make out the best are if you make $800,000 a year um, to basically $1.9 million, right? Those those guys get... They're, they're like bandits. Um, the other folks who get out the best are um, who make is if you're single... Um, actually, Lonnie, you probably make out the best because it's, let's say you're single, you make $52,000 a year, but you have to have two kids. So if you're single, have two kids, so like a single parent, right? Um, you get 16% tax break. I see. So ladies so, out there, if you want to go ahead and hook a brother up with some children and then leave <laughs> me immediately, yeah. by all means, help me out. Or fathers. Uh-huh. You know, like fathers keep the kids in the... The, the baby mama leaves. That's what I just said. I said the ladies, <laughs> you want to go and give me a kid. Sorry, I don't really listen how, to you. I don't listen to you. What the hell? How are the? Well, oh my God. I don't listen to you very much. But I'm tired of talking about taxes. Thank you. That's I'm what we're looking for. But that's taxes. the framework. All right. It makes sense. It. I try not to bore people. I I think that we confuse a lot of people. Honestly, I need to jump into this this transgender ban. Just tell me what's going on. So Trump had a ban a few months ago uh, that banned transgender troops from serving. Right. How are they going to serve? They have different genders. Right. So a federal judge put President Trump's trender ban on hold. So he banned the ban. He banned the ban. Or he reversed the ban. The ban got banned. Or the ban's on hold. The ban got the ban. The ban's on hold. So the hold on the ban. Um. So Trump um reversed a policy. Remember, this was an Obama policy, right? That said that gays. I mean, transgender can serve. He reversed that policy and said they could um which was basically what Trump said was it was too expensive, right? Remember medically? We talked about this a few weeks Of course, weeks, it's way too expensive ago. because, you know. <laughs> well, transgender troops and LBGTQ groups sued saying it's discrimination. No, it's money. And the judge said that, yep, they have a pretty, pretty solid case. And so they paused the ban um, while it makes its way through the courts. I am really sick of these judges. Trump doesn't like transgenders. He wants to ban them. He doesn't like... People from um, Muslim countries, he banned them. He likes bans. And but judges apparently like to get in his way. And that's the thing I have a problem with. We have a president whose rule should be law. Whatever he says should immediately be law. That's how it's supposed to work. That's what I heard. When he says it, it's no. just, what are this checks and balances bullshit? Like, like Trump didn't take civics in, in whatever school he went to. They didn't teach him about that. No, 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 he no. learns all for the first time. He's the top boss. He says something. He's like, and, and, and I didn't they, know you couldn't do that. Like, that's so weird. That's like the Dave Chappelle skit. I didn't know I couldn't do that. Yeah. So, um, you know, what was supposed to be released this week was the JFK secrets. 
you know, those are, Johnny. How are they going to release secrets like 48 years later? So, okay, for those who don't know... Um, 58 years later. Well, the federal government, the U.S. government, has been held under lock and key about 20, uh, 28,000 documents um, that, that were under, you know, lock and key, right? No one could see them, Jelani. Um, but there was a law. Now, Trump tried to take credit for this, which is such fucking like Trump, right? Um, he starts Twittering, right, a few days before. Oh, big launch, JFK, Secrets Revealed. And, you know, all, all of his biggest fans is the, uh, the Alex Jones people, the crazy hit conspiracy people. The Infowar folks. The Infowar folks. Um, uh, and so uh, he got them all riled up, go fucking riled their cages and shit. And it turns out that, um, so let me just tell you how this even came about. In 1992, there was a law that mandated the release of the JFK documents. The law says, shall be publicly disclosed within 25 years, which was this past Thursday, unless the president certified that continued postponement is made necessary by an identifiable harm to the military defense, intelligence, operations, law enforcement, or conduct of foreign relations, end quote. Okay. So what that means is that uh, the law says you must release these documents and withholding anything um, must be under these dire consequences. And the president has the ability to choose that, right? What that dire consequence means. Now, uh, Trump is coming, <laughs> Trump is coming under scrutiny because when the launch date, it, I mean, even had like a document's launch date when it happened, the FBI and intelligence agency said, no, do not release the documents. And Trump said, why? And he said, because we have not gone through a, uh, a thorough uh, review of them yet. Um, Trump was supposed to have gotten this stuff done and prepared. So he's taking a lot of criticism because he made this hoopla about these documents coming out. And he's having a fight with the intelligence agency. You know, you know, um, Trump and the intelligence agency love each other, right? No, because Trump does not love intelligence. So how could he love an intelligence agency? And a whole agency that this, this <laughs> dedicated to intelligence? He wouldn't like that shit. So um, what's happening now is you have the intelligence agencies saying... No, no, no. Uh, you, know, you, you cannot release these documents out because they haven't been under review. Now, in a memo late Thursday, Trump, Trump said uh, this could be potentially irreversible harm to national security if we were to allow all the records to come out. So this is what Trump's saying now. Okay, He placed those files under six-month review while letting 2,891 that I mentioned mm -hmm. uh, 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 come out. So those are the ones that they, they allowed to be released. Okay. But there's a handful of them, quite a bit of them, that they're not releasing, that they're holding. Does that make sense? It makes sense. My own situation is like, what's going to be in these documents? <laughs> the dude did. So White House officials said FBI and CIA made most of the requests within the government uh, to withhold some of the information. The government has had about 25 years to you know prepare for this. Um, to answer your question, uh, some of the documents that have already been released that we talked about um, show that uh, show some of the activities um, following the assassination of JFK. Awesome. <laughs> I really don't care. I don't. I don't care. I mean, the it's, only it's, thing, it's the only crazy, thing, but it doesn't the, really show anything. Here's the thing: the only thing that's 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 intriguing about this whole little scenario right here is that Trump said he was going to do something and yet again he couldn't pull it off. That's one thing I think was cool about that. Outside of that, 
JFK, doesn't matter. JFK, like, because like, some of the stuff I read talked about how, oh, well, they're concerned that it's going to put other, other countries, you know, like dirty laundry out of their partic- of, of participating with us. And it was kind of like, this is like a, a, almost a century ago. Exactly. Like, you know, whatever you did back like then. Like 1960s. That's, exactly. century, no, that's like no, two century. thirds. Like yeah, two thirds. But I'm saying, whatever right? you like did back then, like. 60 years ago. What is lots that? Lots of countries have done things back then. Worse than that, yeah. Exactly. And we're still cool with them. Look at the Holocaust. Germany. We don't sit there and go, oh my God. Uh, I can't talk to Germans anymore. Like, oh, Jap- Japan put a whole bomber on, on at, at Hawaii. We don't go, I don't go to Japan. I love Japan. I literally love Japan. So what are you talking about, bro? This is silly. It's stupid. Silly. I'm done with all this. You know, it's a wrap. It's a wrap on Let's the, go. It's a wrap on the news. And speaking of raps, time for that weekend wrap up. Look at weekend because weekend so uh, you had a birthday. I wait, wait. There's there's a couple birthdays out here. Going I just on. want to recognize your birthday. Well, thank you. Happy birthday. Yes, appreciate that. Yes, old as shit. <laughs> At a certain age, folks, you reach old as shit, and I've reached that, and I'm loving it. But I want to go ahead. This is going to be a double weekend wrap-up because because of our crazy-ass weekends, we were only able to record today. I know. Yeah. yeah. We have lives. We do have lives. So things start off. On Friday of last last week, my brother celebrated his birthday. It's my older brother. His birthday's on the 18th. So what I did, what I do for him, I drive down to near LAX. My brother actually works um, at a airport uh, airline um, down there. Anyway, we go down there at this little hole in the wall bar. I think that there's a nice bar. There's a nice bar that's there. I think that's where we're gonna go. Nope, we go to a hole in the wall bar. Of course, but that bar has more character, so it's fine. <laughs> I see a lot of my family members actually in there, which is really cool. And when I get inside, my brother's there. Obviously, my brother, but my younger brother's there. He brings his wife. I go in there. I see my cousin sitting down. See other cousins. See cousins I've never seen before in my life. So it's kind of like a mini family reunion. My mom's buying drinks. What? Yeah, it was really, really cool. It was That's really cool. fun. Yeah. And people were playing music and then like little, you know, those band, those bars where they had a little jukebox, you put the money in and it's like a digital jukebox. So you have all kinds of music in there. They were playing that. All the music was censored, which was kind of weird, but it was fun. That's kind of weird. I hate it when they do that. Yeah. And it's funny because this was well, two weeks before Halloween. But tell me why my younger brother was adamant about going down to this bar dressed like Two-Face from... From uh, Batman. Oh, wow. So he had like the full-on get-up going on. Right. Yeah, he just was just like, this is what I'm going to do. And so when we took pictures that night, he was just, that's what he decided to do. You got to show me those. Yeah, I, I will show you because it's really weird. It's really, really weird. That was Friday night. I get home next day, wake up in the morning, got to gotta, uh, freshen up because I'm getting ready to go somewhere else for another birthday. And this is for your wife's party i remember i was there you were there you were there that was in my backyard long beach we go down uh well i actually walk down to see where you guys are in front of the uh location i saw your apartment for the first time you sure did Pretty you, awesome. saw, you saw my abode yes i did see that mood yeah we watched like so we had some brunch watched a great show had a great ass time got really really drunk yeah, uh, I didn't get drunk because I was the designated driver. I didn't say you, but I yeah. got really, really drunk. You did. Um, and there's a video of this guy like, may, I may, I'm making it rain. With yes. Track. Did, did you see it? Funny. Did you I see saw it? this. It was a funny, funny, funny There's scenario. this like hilarious video that is like this guy jump uh, j- jumping across and like 
Because the drag queen is like a drag queen show. Exactly. And the guy's jumping across. And he's like throwing all this money out. And like the dude looks like me. Like the guy's dancing like me. He has his hair like me. But he, has, he was way thinner. That's the thing that pointed out. Like it was, he was like, I, I see yeah. the, the similarities, but he was yes. way thinner. Yeah. Like he, Are you saying a fat? No, I'm not saying you're fat. I'm saying that he was just like, he wasn't as built. Yeah, he don't have his. He didn't have his man. Yeah, exactly. Meat. He, he, he had the bulkiness. He didn't yeah. have the, the, the straight masculinity. Yeah. you know. Yeah. Thank so, you. Thank you. He was missing. So, but like one of my wife's friends recorded it, saying, "Oh my god, I got a great video, of Pat," and she showed my wife, and she, in the video you can hear her screaming, going, "Hey, Pat!" That's hilarious. And I was like, "That's not me, yo." Yeah, I don't think you got up from your table. Not even once. Maybe even to go to the restroom. That's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. I did. I was way across on the other side. Anyways, all right. So the next, the next, next, next day. This is all this is the very first weekend for wow. me. I go to this thing called TwitchCon. You know Twitch? Do you? Know yes, Twitch? you talked about that. All right, perfect. So I went in there. It was actually at the Long Beach Convention Center. They actually it was a three day thing, but I only got to go to the more recent one. Mm-hmm. So I went there. I mean, not the more recent. I went there with the Sunday one because like Friday I was obviously with my brother. Saturday I was with you guys, and so Sunday was the first time I actually got to go because Sunday was the first time I actually had that free time. So I could go. Went in there, and I was—I've never been to any kind of video game connected con- um, convention whatsoever. It was my very first time being anything like that. And it was really, really fun. I was there all by myself. Got to see a lot of new games that I have heard about, but I hadn't got a chance to play yet. Uh, played some of those games. Played this game called Dead Cells. Saw the new Dragon Ball Z game. Saw Overwatch, but I've already—I own that game. But I saw like professionals playing it, which is kind of cool. Um, there are a lot of swag that I received, a lot of art that I saw uh, that was being sold and on display there, which is really, really cool. Like, that convention center is used so much. And every single time I go in there, and I've been in there several times for several different types of conventions, they just clean the whole thing out and revamp it to be something brand new. It's like a transformer. I've been in there for DragCon and um, ComplexCon and now all Twitch the cons, cons, all, all the, cons, the cons, all the cons. And every time you go in there, it's a totally different experience. It's really, really cool. I liked it a whole, whole lot. And the fact that my job got me to go there for free, I'm super thankful for. Super, I should say. Super thankful for. It was super, super fun. All right. So, next weekend. The following weekend. This is closer to my actual birthday weekend. All right. So, on Thursday, you remember when you went to go to um, Halloween Horror Nights, right? Yes, you asked me about it. Exactly. So, on the 26th, I got to go. My friends went to Halloween Horror Nights. We did not have the front of line passes. Like you said, sometimes you just have to wing it. But because it was Thursday, we went kind of early. It was not that bad. You just went early, like I said. Just and go early. Exactly, exactly. And we got to go to basically everything. We went inside of the, um, the, the, what's the one with Stephen King, the shiny, with the shiny one? We went inside. That was dope. Yeah. That was dope. That was dope. But you know what's not dope? Which typically used to be dope? The Terror Tram was not that good. I told, like, oh, I should. Didn't I tell you? I didn't hear this. I was like, I was I was like, I was like you don't. Not... I was like, don't waste your time on it. That's the, don't one, the waste first one I time. went on. Almost. No, like you should have just like not gone on it. You should went to go watch the Jabberwockies because they were dope. <sighs> oh my god! Because They're, that's garbage. It's garbage, bro. And it used to not be. Yeah, it's garbage. Universal, get your shit together. Yeah, because they used to have this one thing where they actually would take you out into the field and they would scare the shit out of you. But now they actually made it so that they have. You go out there, they have half of it kind of scary, and half of it with this big old photo op, so it's not even... Has, I'm just, like, walking up this fucking hill, like, why am I, no one's scaring me, like... Nothing, nothing. And you get, like, bottlenecked, right? Yeah. And you're just like, this is one part of the maze that just bottlenecks for no reason. And you're like, why am I just... I, I felt like a... If their job was to make me feel like a fucking pig, 
being like pushed across, uh-huh. they, 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 they succeeded. Mission a freaking accomplished. No, yeah, that was some old malarkey, son. Oh, I would have fucking told you, don't fucking do that. Oh, well, now I know. I didn't know you were going because you didn't tell me you were going. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, just, how much the tickets are. Yeah, exactly. Blah, blah, blah. I was just asking in general. Yeah, that was my fault. That's my fault. That's my fault. I apologize. All right, so Friday, what the fuck happened on Friday? <laughs> notes, notes. Oh, I know, I know, I know. Notes in Halloween weekend with friends. But the thing is, because of the fact that on Friday, oh, you know what? Friday, I have my day off. Okay. I took the day off All right. on okay. Friday. All right. I took, took the day off in preparation for what was happening on Saturday. So I didn't do that much on Friday, if I'm not mistaken. Can't really tell because <laughs> my, my brain is much now. Okay, it is. But I will tell you this. On Saturday, Hans took me out on this really super cool, like, like long, like, trip because basically what happened was this she's like all right come to my house at about this time so i went to her house about four o'clock she's like cool we get there she's like all right the train's coming at 4 15 let's get going so we start running out to the train why do you do that why do you do that to but she told me to come at that time i was like all right fine she's like all right you're here cool and then she's like all right well let's go ahead and get on the train like we we're watching tv for a second she's like let's go ahead and go like fine let's go we go we go on the train um we barely make it to the train. Of course. Of course. And we go on the train and we go down to LA. And we get to um, Little Tokyo. All right. At Little Tokyo, I guess because once again it was near Halloween. So they were doing this haunted Little Tokyo going around. So you would see all cool. the different people who were walking around in costume. And they were like, oh, be advised that you might be caught on film because we're filming this right now. All right. That was really, really cool. I saw this one middle-aged white dude. Wearing a full-on samurai gear, and he oh, had a katana on his side. I was like, "That's weird." Um, I went to this one web, uh, store that was called Japangelist and saw this really dope jacket that I'm probably gonna get because it, it was dope as shit. <laughs> we went into this anime store. This is all her idea, in fact. She was like, "I'll take this anime store." I know you like anime stuff. I was like, "Cool." Stuck me in there. Yeah, she was dope. Um, a little Tokyo. Yeah, exactly. Little Tokyo. Of course, he would love it. Exactly. We That's had, not your first time at Little Tokyo. No, no, no. Hell, hell no. Come okay. on, now. that'd be silly. Uh, we had ramen, which is really, really love good. Ramen. Yeah, long and ass line. All of them. no, not in this one. It was actually not a long line whatsoever. There you go. But the thing is funny about it is this particular ramen place, they don't serve alcohol, right? Uh-huh. However, they will allow you to go down the street and buy your own alcohol and bring it in. Yeah. So we went and brought alcohol in. Brown bag. Exactly. And we're just drinking it with a our- lot of stores, a lot of restaurants like in the Midwest let you do that shit. Ah, that's a smart play. Dude, all like in Chicago, when I went there all the time. Yeah, like, so do you bring your own fucking alcohol? Yeah, so they don't they don't have to have their liquor license. You can do that at restaurants now. I did not know. You bring you can- your own uh, wine and you pay a cork fee. Ah. So when you go to a nice restaurant, um, bring your own bottle of wine, whatever it's cheaper to get a nice quality wine, like fifty dollar wine, bring mm-hmm. it to the restaurant. They'll open it, wine or champagne. They'll open it. They'll charge you a twenty five dollar cork fee. So mm. charge you twenty five dollars just to have it, but it's your fucking alcohol. It's better than spending two hundred bucks on a bottle of wine. Okay, yeah, make it happen. Yeah, folks, make it happen. Um, did not know all that. Well, that was cool. Um, and then like that was over, and then like maybe a day later, because we were supposed to go to a concert that night, but it was way too late. Like no, excuse me, Sunday night. It was supposed to go to a concert, but it was way too late. So instead. Instead, instead, we went to a concert on Monday. And it was for Black Star. I don't know if you know who Black Star is. It's most definitely Talib quality. I was just about to say yes, I do. Okay, I don't think you. Okay. <laughs> I know Black Star. Okay, fine. Anyway, most deaf and Talib quality. Talib quality. Wow. That? Yes, I do. I do. I do. <laughs> this is an inside joke. Please don't put the inside joke <laughs> in the podcast. No one gets them. Uh, but it was really cool because, first of all, like, like 
Hands was super excited, like crazy excited, because she's really into like like super like classic hip hop, and she has been trying to get them to have a show for a long time. They claim this is gonna be most Def's like last. I mean Yasin Bey. They claim this is gonna be his last show ever, like he's done, and so that's why it was also kind of special. But he had been canceling the show over and over again. We're supposed to go to this exact same show, like in like uh, way earlier, you know, like a couple months ago or something like that. But they they canceled it, mm. so that was really important. But the really cool thing was. We got pretty close to the front. Like, we were basically just right there, right in front of us. Wow. Now, here's the thing that's why that's so cool. Mm-hmm. Because you want to know who introduced Black Star to the crowd? Who? One Dave Chappelle. Oh, that's cool. That's really cool. Like, he walked out, and I lost my shit. I was like, that's Dave Chappelle. That's Dave Chappelle. Was he funny chilling? He was just chilling. And he didn't even say anything, really. But he you know how he just, when he just talks, it's funny. Yeah. So he's just like, folks, uh, I want y'all to know that... Uh, I wasn't supposed to be here tonight. <laughs> and the way he said that was hilarious. He's all, but, you know, my boys asked me to go ahead and come out here. So I wanted to go ahead and introduce some big fans. These are my brothers. Please uh, put your hands together for Yasin Bey and Talib Kweli. And that was basically a real short thing, but it lasts about a minute. But then just standing out there, mm. letting the beats lie or whatever. That's cool. It was real, real fun. That was real cool. And you know what? That sounds really fun. Before I end, because I'm about to be done now, because all that shit was cool, I just remember what happened on Friday night. Uh-huh. Remember I told you I forgot? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I went to a Halloween party on Friday night. Sweet. What did you dress that up was, as? I, oh, I saw you. Fucking... Oh, go ahead. Okay. Okay. It was fine. I dressed up as a clown who was going on a job interview. Yes. So it was not just a standard clown, because that's, yeah. that's, that's too easy. My clown was going on a job interview. Yeah. So he was a clown. He had a suit on, had a bright tie, he had bright yellow striped socks, he also had a full-on resume that I wrote. I wrote the entire resume out for him. Yeah. It was <laughs> which, pretty witty. Exactly. At least the Instagram looked witty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you, if you read the, 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 the actual resume, I put some a lot, a lot of jokes in there. And that was really, really fun. It was in uh, uh, West Hollywood. My cousin throws an annual Halloween party. Mm-hmm. So I went up there, met with some friends. My brother was up there. A couple of my other cousins were there, too. We had a really good time. So that's what happened on Friday. So now I remember... All of the good. days of my weekend. Those are good nuggets. And with that said, now your weekend. That's Please, cool. sir. Thank you. Thank you. Um, remember we used to have our big Halloween bashes? I remember. Those things are legendary. People people still ask me about them as if yeah. they're going to happen. They're like, epic. Yeah, like, yeah, like, dude, it's been like four years. I don't live there anymore. People are like, so when's you going to have the next party? I was like, yeah. y'all need to stop fiending they're for really party. epic. E- epic. Like, think of like... Uh, Think of like what you know, you would see like uh, the TV uh, the movies that about the high school kids who throw those big ass parties and it just gets out of control and it's like at one point we had um what's his name DJing the uh, uh like a guy who just like Dead Mouse yeah we had I looked over and I'm like why is Dead Mouse DJing the Asian dude yeah. weird no I remember but, that um, they're really fun they're really awesome I remember Halloween no no they, they, there's so many stories there's oh a situation when we had a pool yeah. like people would jump in the pool I know like, and also when we had the DJs who were whack and then they just left because we told them that they were whack and then we just yeah. put our iTunes on and people oh, liked that way that, better huh? that was we're so like, weird we're like, we're like oh, you guys are whack they're like oh fuck it then. there's some DJ who just like didn't want to play anything but his like trance music <laughs> yeah he's like, he's like this is this is my grooves I'm like bro we want you to groove with us and yeah. he's like well then fine I'm out of here I'm I like, said bye motherfucker exactly I got my iPod yeah exactly it's Friday and I'm ready to swing. Right. Uh, okay, anyways. Uh, back to that. Okay, right. so I had a you know pretty crazy weekend, um, including Halloween, which I'll talk about. So I want to talk about one thing that happened real quick. Uh, we went I, I got invited to a Laker game. Oh. So by a mutual friend who shout out to the homies, he knows who he is, big fan of the show. Um, so I went to go to a Laker game, but my friend says, Okay, Pat, I got Laker tickets for you, but 
the tickets are uh, the tickets are bad. They're bad seats. Um, but uh, I got a suite, or I have I have a hookup on a suite. So we'll get you in, and then you know we'll come get you. We'll, you know I say okay, great, sounds good. So I go to the event. The seats are I'll, I'll talk about seats in just a second. But um, I you know I I got there early, so I went down to you know get some food. And there's like a McDonald's, right? So I'm like, okay, cool. Let me try to get something, right? I look on the menu and I'm like, what am I going to order? And and I had been drinking already. I, I pre-gamed in the car by myself, right? And walked over to the, <laughs> I walked over to the venue. And so I'm pretty like toasty. And so I'm looking at the menu and I'm like, you know what? Fucking breakfast sounds good right now. <laughs> so I want to order fucking breakfast at a staple center McDonald's. <laughs> Very specific. <laughs> Very. And I said, you know what? I'll take a fucking burrito too, right? <laughs> This I want to get a sausage burrito. I'm having all breakfast today, Jelani. <laughs> and it's like fucking 7, 7.15, right? At night. At night. Now, mind you, the game's going to start around 7.40. So I get to the line and I'm ordering, right? And these guys are fucking fast, bro. It's got to be the fastest McDonald's I've ever seen. And these guys are super fast. And so I place my order and the guy says, um, oh, well, you want to order breakfast? Um, it'll just be a few more minutes. I'm like, that's fine. I got 25 minutes, at least 25 minutes, right? You guys have been blowing out food. I'll wait. So the guy goes, okay, cool. He takes my order and I'm waiting there and I'm watching other people. So I'm like observing, right? This guy goes up and wants to pay and uses a, um, uh, he has a coupon on his phone though. So he's trying to use a coupon to use a McDonald's coupon to use at a McDonald's at a Staples Center. He's like, excuse me, can I use this coupon here? And the girl goes, no, sir, we, 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 we don't accept that coupon. So I'm watching all these people get their food. Bro, like eight, like 15 minutes later, my food still doesn't come out. The guy brings out a bag to me and the whole time um, the bag is empty. And the guy looking over is like, the guy who's helping me is looking like, he, he's apologized like three or four times. Like, I'm sorry, it's taking so long. I keep telling the cooks and I wait patiently. I don't like argue, I don't do anything. But then you know what? I hear the national anthem start. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm gonna be fucking late. I'm gonna be late. Mind you, I got comp these tickets, right? But I'm like, I'm gonna be fucking late. And then I'm waiting, I'm waiting. And I'm seeing people like, it's now cleared out. There's nobody left, Jelani. Oh my God. There's literally nobody left because they only went to the fucking game. And I'm sitting there waiting. I don't know. And the people are cooking. I don't know who they're cooking for. <laughs> fucking it was fucking gone. And I'm, I'm sitting there. What they're cooking. It's an egg oh. and some sausage. Oh my God. How long can that take? It's How so long can it possibly take? It's like 22 minutes already, okay, Jelani? For the, some egg and sausage? The first quarter has now started. Tip-off has already begun. I finally get my egg McMuffin sandwich, right? And the guy comes over. He says, hey, you know what? Is, is there anything else I can offer for you? Like, I'm sorry. This is ridiculous. It's taking forever. And I'm like, bro, I... I want my fucking, like, I want my, I want my sandwich now, you know? And he goes, well, you know, we'll get that for you, but is there anything else you want? And I was like, give me a salad. And he's like, okay. And he's like, that'll be five minutes. I'm like, five minutes? For a salad? For a salad? I said, okay, fine. So I'm sitting there waiting. It's not like 20, it's not been like a half hour, Jelani. It's not been like a half hour. They're literally like six minutes into the first quarter, right? And so the guy comes over and I'm like, okay, you know what? I want to talk to your manager. I want to talk to your manager now. The manager walks over. The manager walks over and 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 I, and I saw her just chilling in the back, laughing and shit, just like chilling, doing whatever, because they're all slow now. They're slow. And I say, hey, you know what? I'm missing my game. 
and I got my salad now that you guys gave me. It's not which I which I ordered. You guys saw how I made my breakfast burrito. I don't know what the fuck that's at. I don't know where you guys got to kill a cow or something exactly. to get the burrito, kill a pig. But um, I've been sitting here patiently, okay? And I have not been that asshole jerk, okay? You've wasted now my time. I didn't come here to wait 35 minutes for my sandwich, okay? And mind you, it might be odd, okay, if I'm ordering breakfast. I'll admit that. But you guys have it on the board and made it available. Had he told me it's going to take a half hour to get my sandwich, I would have said, stop. Stop the order. Let me order something really easy for you. And I would have done that. But now you've caused me to miss more than half my game, okay, for food that I didn't originally order, and now I'm wasting your time, okay? So I'm letting you know because you need to, as a manager, you, you need to tell your staff in the back to get their shit together. Like, this is not okay. Yeah. I work in customer service. I used to train people in exactly. customer service. This shit is not okay. Yeah. Like, this gentleman here, and I pointed to him, and I was like, this gentleman here has been very helpful for me, okay? He's tried his best. He knows I haven't been an asshole, and the guy's like, yeah, you know, he hasn't. He's just, you know, he's been waiting patiently. And I was like, two or three people look, uh, looked at me with a sad face, like, like, like I'm a puppy dog waiting for my food. Like, this cannot happen. It should not happen. I don't care about the Staples Center at McDonald's. Like, as a manager, you, you got to have a higher expectation, and she was just like, I'm sorry, sir, you're right. This shouldn't happen. I'm like, she's like, is there anything else? Like, no. Well, actually, give me a bottle of water. But actually, aside, <laughs> I didn't get a bottle of water. Because you know what? I asked a guy earlier while I was waiting for my food if I can get you know, a cup of water. He said no. He didn't give me a cup of water. So now I was like, I want to take a fucking bottle of water. So I took a bottle. He was like, do you want a parfait? I was like, no, I don't eat parfaits. I don't mm-hmm. know if I fucking hate parfaits. But I, I had to let the manager know. So I'm gathering all my food, and I am fucking lit at this point because oh, I am I am drunk. I'm mad, but I'm like fucking drunk, right? Yeah. yeah. I'm stumbling up the fucking stairs because I get to our seat, and I am literally sitting. July, I could touch the back wall of the Staples Center. Oh, you're that high. I am that high. I can touch the back wall. So I'm getting up the stairs, and there's seats everywhere. It's the fucking 300 section. There's seats all open. So I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna fucking sit at this seat right here. There's no fucking here. I'm just gonna sit. I'm not. I'm not gonna go another two rows up. To my fucking actual seat number. Yeah. I sit in my fucking uh, chair and these guys start walking up. And I'm and I'm eating my salad, right? And guess what I'm thinking? These are these are their chairs. Out of all the fucking chairs. Those are their chairs. Lo and behold, they stand up and I'm like eating my salad. I'm trying to pay attention to them. They're doing the whole, oh let me look look at my ticket. Fucking <laughs> look at me. <laughs> look at my fucking ticket. Look at me. And I'm like, yes, with the fucking mouthful of salad. And the guy goes, oh, um, these are my seats. And I'm like, I look around to literally like 12 other seats around us. And I'm like, okay. I get up and I move just a little bit over. <laughs> right? And so I'm sitting there a little bit over. Because it's, it's ridiculous. Like, I'm, plus I'm like pretty drunk. And I'm like, this is stupid. There's a little kid next to me. Poor kid. He's like... Dad, I can't see the numbers. I mean, I can't see who's dunking, right? And the guy's like, oh, son, just look. Just, you know, just look carefully, right? You can't even see the letters of the fucking players. And I'm sitting there like, I'm eating my fucking sandwich. And I'm looking around going, man, I feel for this fucking kid, right? And you know, the higher you you uh, you go up, the more ghetto it gets. Of course. Like, it's like ruckus up there, yeah. right? And so I'm sitting there and I'm fucking eating my son. I get a text message. That's how my text message sounds. Oh, oh, is that how it sounds? Yeah. And um, uh, it says, hey, bro, we're down to 300 level. We'll come get you. And so I pick up my salad. I'm like, excuse me. Excuse me, peasant. I'm moving my way down to my sweets. I saw a little boy way by to him. Has to stay up there. Shimmied on down and went to our, our, our VIP suite. Oh. Beautiful. Um, Jolan, have you ever been to a VIP suite? Yes. 
Um, they have food there, Jelani. Yes. They have food. They had tacos. They had alcohol. Uh-huh. They had a flat screen TV so we could watch the Dodgers game. Um, it was pretty fucking amazing. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Now we stop. Now we stop to no. address something. No. You were at a basketball game. Yes. And they have a television set in there so you can watch a different sports game. Yes. That's... That's, that's that's what you do. That's does not no. Make any that's sense to me. okay. It sounds weird to as as person who does not watch sports. That sounds weird. Yeah, it's like heaven sent, Lonnie. As a sports fan, I'm telling you, it's that is awesome to have. Okay, no joke. All right, so it was awesome. Had a great time. Uh, shout out to the homie again. I'm not gonna say his name, but shout out to him for the invite. I loved it. Um. I just want to tell you about my Halloween. Um, I take my kid out to go Halloween, you know, in the nicer part of the area. Um, I got to tell you, I was pretty depressed this year. There wasn't a lot of like the places that we went to, the houses, they they weren't they weren't really participating, which is really weird. In trick or treat? Yeah. Because um, Long Beach was lit on Halloween, I'll tell you that. Yeah, I mean, at least this neighborhood. Uh-huh. So we're not going to go back there anymore because uh-huh. around my neighborhood, around blocks from me, they had like... Like, it was like Long Beach. It was lit. They yeah, had, yeah. like, literally around my corner, it was, like, four different mazes. See, that's what I'm talking about. There were signs that say, haunted mazes, haunted mazes. So, um, my daughter wouldn't go in them anyways, but I just want to let you know that this year was a little bit depressing regarding the candy, but I'm okay. Um, our family was Peter Pan. Mm. Uh, my daughter was uh, uh, Tinkerbell, of course. My mm. wife was Wendy. Yeah. Okay. Um, I was Peter Pan, um, but my daughter did not want me to be Peter Pan. Um, when the, I, I, I had to lobby her to get me to be Peter Pan. Uh, she wanted me to be the other character in Peter Pan. I don't even know his name, Jelani. The other, the other, the other brother. He's, he's, yeah, the brother, you know, the, 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 the kid with the top hat and the glasses. Uh-huh. What? I don't even know his name. He's not even a real know character. I don't know his name either. Like the original Peter Pan book, this kid's not in it. Disney oh. added him. Oh, I didn't even know that. I, I mean, I imagine so. What, what, whatever that kid is the older brother whatever. i think it's because of the fact that you wore glasses and she was like daddy wears glasses oh that's this probably character true. wears glasses obviously this is just a situation where it just it's a direct connection yeah so she wanted me to be peter i mean she wanted to be him but she let me be peter pan so that's, that's, the, that's a that good, was our costume yeah. i like that i like that a lot so that was our halloween lonnie that sounds adorable it's much more g-rated than what they used to be well <laughs> at, least, yes. at least on my end oh well yeah that makes sense that makes yeah. sense yeah things have changed that's fine. But that was a wonderful and very extensive on both our parts weekend yeah, wrap up. It's good. Let's go ahead and jump into our next segment. Let's hit them pros in different area codes. So just got one story to talk about. I'm pretty depressed about it. I'm just not, I'm just gonna go right through it, just rip off the band-aid. Okay. Just go right through it. Sure. Um, it's our beloved Dodgers. Yes, our yes. We share um, that that love. That love yeah, is. I know you don't give a shit about Dodgers. True for both give of us. No shit about Dodgers, but they did lose the World Series, Jelani, uh, in an epic Game Seven series. Um, it was pretty amazing. Uh, the Dodgers lost the last game five to one. Um, it was it was pretty pretty awful. Um, watching it. It was a great series. Houston Astros, good for them. They played beautifully. Uh, first title in the entire franchise history, so that's pretty epic. Um, but for Dodger fan, brutal, because they played such a great year. We, we, we talked about their streak on this show. I forced you to listen to all the stats, mm-hmm. um, expecting that would happen, um, that they would win. 
and they did it. Um, this World Series was amazing, though. You know, it broke a record for the most home runs in the history of World Series. Uh, with with six? No, no, oh, no. Over no. all like, the games. The, the total series. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was like, I was the like, multiple like games. Five to one is not a lot of um, home runs. Yeah, if you followed, if you watched it, I mean, it was amazing. Jelani, you're, you're, not, you're not a care in the world about sports. And it was funny because my Facebook was all about it. People and it's at, LA people. I know. I know. People at work were all about it. I was hearing about it all the you time. You couldn't even get into I know, it. And I was like, I just not one, not one single solitary goosebump. I just like don't care. I yeah. don't care. You inoculate. You immune. You immune your guys. That's totally. I don't know how you did it. Yeah. So, anyways, that's all I'm gonna talk about this week. I, I don't have the energy for any other sports, but World I, Series. I, I totally understand. We'll be back next year. There you go. Whatever. And on top of that, Houston needed a win. You, they had a whole freaking hurricane a little while ago. Think about that. We have wildfires. W- really? What do you compare those to? It's pretty bad, Lonnie. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> I don't know what you think about this. And I also don't know, why don't you know this? Why don't you know? Why don't you know? You just popped up out of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, jumped into that. I'm getting better with that one. Mm-hmm. And, and on top of the fact that I actually have the notes in front of me so I don't mess up like I did a couple weeks ago. Right. That always is helpful. Uh, so I'll go ahead and start since you just went ahead and got all depressed and see if I can bring you back with a little bit of trivia. Trivia. <laughs> um, so stupid. <laughs> so I had to do a little bit of explanation for this question okay. to make sure that you understand. All right. So if I'm watching a television show that's you know, really popular, and for the most part, it's fiction. It could be a cartoon, it can be real life, or, or sometimes it could be even movies, all right? Okay. But some kind of pop culture, media, consumption, fictional element with people in it, all right? Okay, yeah, like humans? Humans, okay. exactly. What is OTP? It means on the pipe. That's why you're on the pipe, like you smoking crack and you're on the pipe. You don't want to be on the pipe. Oh my gosh! Um, but oh my. but in your reference, yeah, yeah, what I'm talking about. Um, I don't know. My brain's dead. I don't know. Yeah, I guess. I guess it doesn't make any sense to me. I I try to make it as possible, but you know, yeah. if you don't actually have, I have no reference. To if it. you have no reference to, it, if you never heard of it at all, then it'll be very very difficult because this is an acronym. All right, there's something called in pop culture called. Uh, the shipping culture. Do you know what shipping is? Mm-mm. Shipping is when you put two characters in a relationship in your head. Give an example. Uh, for example, okay, in The Walking Dead, prior to this actually happening, prior to this actually happening within the show, people used to ship Rick and Michonne. Got it. And they call it Michonne, like R. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And they basically would imagine a scenario when they were together. Got like, it. Oh, it'll be so cool. They they have so much energy and so much, you know, they should be together. Blah blah blah. blah. That's okay. when you ship them and you put them in a relationship. Got it. Okay. Got All it. Right. Got it. Okay. So that that's 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 the groundwork for okay. it. Okay. All right. Now what an OTP is? That's when all the fans will say that this relationship here, either one that exists or one that they want to exist, is the one true pairing that's what otp is that's stupid i I know but it's something that's real the one One true true pairing pairing. so i was like oh no that's otp that's the relationship that should always be the relationship its relationship Mm. has no flaws that's the relationship that makes the most sense 
that's the one true pairing. It should not be anything else. So when you see, is it the, part of like a storyline? Is that is that part? Is it, are these like cores of like stories? How stories are told? No, no. It, or it just it's, it's just all just it's all it's all like it's a, it's a piece of it is just like fan fiction within people within the mm. community, and a piece of it would be real canon that's actually happened on the show. So let's say, for instance, with the whole Rashawn that actually now is a part of the show. And the show's over. And they're like, you know what? Of all the girls that Rick was ever with, the one true pairing was when he was with, with Michelle. It's like Ross and Rachel. Exactly. That's exactly it. One true pairing. Okay. That's what that is. Her lobster. Do you know that? You don't even know that reference to <laughs> lobster reference? No. Uh, you don't watch Friends. I don't watch Friends. Lobster reference. Uh, there's a reference in the show that talks about how lobsters, they when they find a mate, they mate them for life. And in the show, they referenced... Rachel and Ross that they're lobsters. Like oh. she found her lobster. Oh, I see. I see. So. In 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 the, in the fictional New York where there's no black people. Yeah, that, 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 yeah, that, that great show Friends. Yep. They had an Asian. Yeah. A white guy marrying an Asian. Way 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 later, when they yeah. found an Asian, they're like, "Whoa, where are you?" There's still no black people. Yeah, where are you hiding in this in this yeah. whole city of New York? New York. All right. So yeah. So Lonnie, you're gonna go with us to a football game. The, you're gonna yeah. go watch the Rams, okay? Uh, yes. You're gonna go tailgate with us. Yeah, have a good old time. So I'm trying to get you prepared. Oh, that's okay. What you're doing? So all the questions that I have are going to get you in preparation for, so you can know what's going on. That's, that's that sounds okay. like two weeks at least of, of some bullshit. <laughs> at least a couple of weeks. At least a couple of weeks. Okay. So Jelana, you may know this, but if you do, I, I don't I, I, like I don't even hate you for it. Okay. I would hope not. Um, the whole point is to try to see if you do know. What is a quarterback sneak? <laughs> um, You've heard it before, though. No, I've never fucking oh, you've heard it. Never heard I don't the know phrase. what. The, all right, wait. Let me let me, okay. let me go ahead and use context clue to figure it out. There so you a go. quarterback sneak. Okay. It, it has to be a play. It's a play. Okay. All right, I'm gonna go with it's a play. Let's go. I'm going to do it. And right now, folks, obviously this is a podcast. So you can't see what I'm doing. Can't see my beautiful face. Can't see past your beautiful face. But I'm going to go ahead and do some hand movements while I tell this story yeah, to animate of what I think is going to happen. Okay. A quarterback sneak is the move where you get it hiked, you pretend to give it to like the running back or whatever, and uh-huh. you kick it back and you toss it or you run yourself. You do something where you sneak, you sneak real quick. You're like, you think it's going to happen, <laughs> but you know, you got played, you got faked out by yeah. the quarterback movements. And then Cam Newton or fucking Cameron Kirkpatrick or whatever they do, they they make it happen afterwards because they sneak by. And everybody's like, man, that, that quarterback, he sneaked. Yeah. That's what the announcers say, by that's, the way. That's exactly what you think. It means? I thought you were going to say this exactly right, but you said this is exactly what you think it means. <laughs> I was like, I'm about to air a sigh of relief, but that's not what happened at all. you just like, you, that's, that's your exactly best guess. what you think? <laughs> that's, that's your exactly best guess. what you think? I bet you listeners were like, oh. <laughs> okay, but that's what you think. Yeah. Jean, that's a quarterback sneak. Yay! <laughs> okay, well, 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 okay, well, let me refine that. One of the really weird Three or four things that you said, you eventually shot shotgun your way into a quarterback sneak. Um, do, they, do they say that on the announcement? They say, "Oh, it's a quarterback sneak." They do say that. Okay, cool. Yeah, well, they actually will sometimes call the play because they know a quarterback sneak is coming. Um, this is important for you to know. Okay, so a quarterback sneak is it's usually when it's short yardage, which means that it's just one or two, three yards. They need to just get those few inches to either get a touchdown or to get a first down. A quarterback sneak is a sim- very very much like what you described, a, a play where basically the quarterback will go right down the middle, but the offensive line will create like a kind of a tunnel 
or like a separation that the quarterback can literally sneak through to to get those extra inches or yardages. So it's literally meant for maybe goal line um, tries or when they just need a f- couple of extra yards at most. The quarterback really, it doesn't do what you said, where he throws it to the person and they wait and they do all this other stuff. They just, it's usually just, no, I said, just force I said, right I said, through. I said fake it. Like, you, when you, when you, like, you know, you like toss up, like you, you hold the ball, but you pretend like you give it to um, the running back. No, uh, quarterback sneak doesn't do that. Quarterback sneak is like a, a, a full on, like everyone pushes in. That's 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 a different type of play. What you're referring okay, to. Okay, so but the tail end of what I said, when the quarterback, the one who's moving with the ball, is the sneak part. The sneak part, yeah. The quarterback will not usually go around. The quarterback will usually go right down the middle. That's uh, traditional quarterback sneak. Um, oh. you're talking about play action. Oh, is when they were sneak to hand off, and the quarterback would do something. Uh, but that is a quarterback sneak. So, like I said, you kind of, I mean, you hit it at some point, but then you kept going on and on and all. Hey, okay, just so I'll, I'll refine close. it. You, all right, refine you were close it. enough because oh, well, you, I, I appreciate you, that. you explained, a, I'll give you credit because you explained a lot of, uh, you know, you, uh, you had the meat, you just didn't have the potatoes. That's all. Oh, okay. Well, but you got you the know, meat. I try to stay away from starch. So that makes sense. <laughs> well, there you go. Well, they, well, fantastic. All preparation, Johnny. I, okay, now I'm prepared for sneaking. <laughs> they might do a quarterback sneak. You're like, oh my god, it's a quarterback sneak. That's not what's going to happen. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure they no, will they do. They might but, do one. No, no, no. They might do one, but I'm not going to sit there and say, oh my god, it's a quarterback sneak. <laughs> okay. I'm not going to say, oh look, Patrick, that's a quarterback. Oh, sneak. you're just not going to have fun then, huh? No. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You're just going to be a crumpa fump, huh? Yeah. Just straight up crumpa fump. I'm going to be a drunk of drunk of fump. I'm going to be. Oh my gosh. Oh, let's go ahead and jump into that dirty pop. Dirty pop, baby, baby, you can't stop. Okay, so this is going to be another Harvey Weinstein update. I'm sick of this shit. So am I. I'm fucking frustrated with this shit. Um, So what's happening now is all these, mainly women, I don't know if any, well, now it's going to be our first male that we're hearing about, but um, people who have been uh, sexually harassed, abused, um, are coming out. And it's mainly in Hollywood. A lot of this stuff is coming up, but it's also hitting the political world too. Yeah, it's it's, um, it's, it's all over. It's a situation now where like it's, a, it's momentum because people are feeling emboldened, which is a good thing. They don't feel like they need to hide anymore. They feel like, so you know what? This happened to me. I can tell my story and you're the one who did it. And we have a situation where more and more people are saying, yeah, he did it to me too. Then the onus becomes on, hey, bro, you've been getting away with this shit all this time. And now it's coming back to roost. Your chickens are coming back to roost because you didn't eat them fast enough. So let's talk about one of the chickens, um, Kevin Spacey. Yes. The biggest one. Do you want to share what, what you know about it? I would love to share what I know about it. So when Kevin Spacey was about 26 years old, he was in, well, he was essentially accused by an actor by the name of Anthony Rapp saying that this guy tried to make sexual advancement, Kevin Spacey. Which I make sexual advancements to this young actor, Anthony Rapp, when Anthony Rapp was 14 years old. Now, Kevin Spacey figured this out because, you know, obviously it's going to get back to him eventually. And this fool's like, hey, bro, um, I don't really remember any of that stuff. We were both in shows on Broadway and stuff like that. I don't recall it, but if I did do that, I was very, very drunk. And by the way, I think it's a really good time for me to let everybody know, hey, I've had relationships with men and women, but in this current framework of my life, I choose to live as a gay man. And That's I what Spacey lo- said. Yes, and I would love to have all the kudos in the world for the fact that I've now bravely come out as gay. And people were like, fuck you, Kevin Spacey. It's not how it works. Yeah. You, you don't sit and try to come out and try to get too much kudos after the people found out you're out there almost being a pedophile. And 
the biggest problem with that is that it 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 it, it adds to a very negative stereotype about gay men. Very true. That they're all pedophiles. Very true. And you're you're basically holding that up. You are exhibit A for that terrible stereotype. Yeah. And that's not helping anybody out, bro. That's very true. I mean, and, and just to put some meat on those bones, you're right. Happened in 1986. Uh, well, Spacey befriended rap. I mean, rap was 14 at the time. Um, and this is kind of one of the incidents he's talking about, okay? Um, while, while Spacey and rap both performed in Broadway, like you talked about, um, one time rap uh, was invited over to Spacey's apartment for a party, okay? Then at the, at the end of the night... Um, he picked he picked rap up, placed him on his bed, and then climbed on top of him, making sexual advances. Uh, rap is now forty six years old, um, and he said he's never spoken about it. Uh, but he said that you know after years of seeing Spacey on TV, um, he got to a point where he just said, uh, and okay, and this is what he was quoted as saying that my stomach churns. Um, I still to this day can't wrap my head around so many aspects of it. It's just so deeply confusing to me. They really fucked him up. Yeah. Right? End quote. Spacey said, and I just want to read his quote, um, I'm beyond horrified to hear the story. I honestly do not remember the encounter. Of course he doesn't remember. Um, it would have been over 30 years ago. Um, but if I did behave then, as he describes, I owe him the sincerest apology for what would have been deeply inappropriate drunken behavior. And I'm sorry for the feelings he describes having carried carried with him all these years. So now he's throwing drunk people into it, right? <laughs> like, yeah, 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 like, yeah. like now that people who are drunk are just like, hey, yeah. fucker, don't throw me it. So he's a drunk, gay pedophiliac. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Right. Yes. Like that's what happens with when gay people when they drink. They they come after your kids. They come after your kids. Yeah. Um, this is horrible in all shape, way, oh, absolutely, form. absolutely. Um, Netflix has rightfully canceled House of Cards. Now, now let me go ahead and clarify, actually, Patrick. Mm-hmm. House of Cards was going to be canceled anyway. Yeah, House of Cards. Was, yeah, so, so that's what I heard too. Yeah, so Netflix wrapped it up in a nice little bow. Is what they did. They're like, yeah. hey, by the way, we're canceling that show after the last season. <laughs> <laughs> They're still canceling the show. Yes, but it was going to be canceled anyways. Exactly. All right. Okay. Well, screw Netflix. Mm-hmm. I wasn't gonna finish the show anyways. I, I I've been done with the show actually. Yeah, and I really like the show too. Um, but there's some other uh, assholes we want to talk about, and you know, as we go down this list, why are they all like old white men? Because that was the that was the culture, bro. That was what. But it was. are there any Asians or minority no, minorities who cause, do this? Because that was not. Here's the thing: you have to understand that there are microcosms to America. In little and lots of things, and the microcosm to America within business or Hollywood, something like that would be who's the top as far as an American, uh, as far as America, a white male. Who's the cop top in Hollywood would be once again a white male. So that power dynamic and the way that you have the the situation where the might seize on that power and how that power can corrupt you, even if you don't even want it to, sometimes it's still inherent. Okay. And that's how it is. In the situation with Bill Cosby, even though obviously he's black, like Bill Cosby was kind of the situation where. He surpassed race, and once he surpassed race, he took that power and he used it to his advantage. Yeah, whatever I could do, yeah, just yeah. just keep taking my my inequities and the stuff that's more fiendish. Exactly, just exasperating because like, I could do anything now. Yeah, and you only get better the more you, not better you, but the more that you can do it, the more that you, you get will empowered. Do it. Yeah, like well, fuck, I can. I've been getting away with this. Like, what are you talking about? Why would I stop? Who would stop? I'm right because by this person is clearly not the first person he's done it the to. Hell no, right? No. Um, so another person, Dustin Hoffman. Yeah. Like, so does this stuff change your narrative about the person? 
Mike wouldn't start hearing this stuff. Does it now put a bad taste in your mouth about them going forward? In a in a sense, it it does. Okay, okay. It, it, but it's like it's like it's but okay. it's hard to disconnect them from the art. But go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Well, let me go through this list real quick, sure, and then please. and then and then we can just talk about that. But so Dustin Hoffman, a woman accused the actor of sexually harassing her back in the eighties uh, when she was seven when she was seventeen years old. Um, she said it took place on a movie set uh, while she was interning there. Uh, she said Hoffman grabbed her butt multiple times and had sexually inappropriate conversations with her. Um, Hoffman said he was sorry for anything he might have done um, and that it's not a reflection of who he is. Um, you know, okay, and a couple of other ones is Jeremy Piven, you know, mm-hmm. Jeremy Piven, like Entourage. Yeah. Like Jeremy Piven, I love him. Right? He's a great actor. Um, Brett, Brett Ratner, the producer and director. Mm-hmm. Um, Mark Helpern. Don't you, know that guy. Okay. <laughs> Don't know that guy. Now you, now you got <laughs> I can't say that. Mm-hmm, or nothing to that guy. I'm like, who was that? So you, you've seen him. He's, How about now? he's on Morning Joe. He, he's a political a- uh, analyst. And claim I've seen somebody when I haven't seen okay. him. Okay. Uh, while five women told CNN, uh, Oliver Dar- Darcy that Helpern propositioned employees while he was in a position at ABC, uh, three women actually accused Halpern of pressing his genitals, his balls, against them while clothed. And she said one of them um, grabbed her breasts against her will. How did he specify to make sure only his balls touched them? <laughs> I don't know. He said genitalia. So I just like, I don't like, genitalia is a weird, like, just put them in your balls. like. Okay, but that but that's still, like, because here's the thing. There's there's pork and beans. And I don't know <laughs> okay. how you're going to just make sure you specify pork or beans. Okay, that's a good point. It could have been both. I don't know. Yeah, okay. Uh, but it's kind of weird. Like, first of all, um, how do you just like just grab people's breasts and be like, I'm cool? Like the yeah, same way good. you put just your balls on somebody. You're like you, like you just have you're being bold. It's like I'm just gonna put just straight balls on. Like how does that like for that to come out? It's not one of those like you know joking things you just say at work. Like it's kind of funny and dirty and like it's like oh that's what she said jokes. Right? These are like here. Let me just rub my balls on you. I understand because the- grab people's ashes, but I'm good with that. We're cool. Because We're like I said, it goes, it goes back to the power. It's a, it's a couple things that I think um, are the reasons why things like that happen. First of all, it's the power. It's the, the it's the inherent belief that women, or in this case, young boys sometimes, are there just for your pleasure. Like, if you think of this thing as an object, why would you care about its feelings, its actual autonomy? Those things aren't things that you have to be concerned with. So if I feel like rubbing my balls on something, if I, or no, <laughs> honestly, no, because like, all right, think of it this way. If you felt like rubbing your balls on your bed, would yeah. you have any qualms about doing it? I rub my motherfucker. Exactly. Bed. It's a freaking bed. Who the, the bed going to get mad? Yeah. It's an object. It's, it's a pure an object. object. It's a pure object. So it does not matter its thoughts, anything. So even if it is something that is walking around with living, breathing, and its own thoughts and dreams and desires, fuck that. It's a woman or it's a young boy or whatever. It's not me. I'm important. And if anything I want important, fuck everybody else. That's what, what it is. What do you think if it's like, Oh, well, I know you want this too. Like, I know that, you know, you're playing bashful, but you really want this too. Like, what about that? That's, that that, that, that's another piece of it. That's a situation where women have, through the patriarchy, people have let, been led to believe that women are going to always say no first, but they really mean yes. Yeah. But that just goes back to, once again, the world revolves around me. So, of course, you want me. Who wouldn't want me? Mm. I'm me. It's like a narciss- narcissistic. See, exactly. Thing. I cannot live in a world where mm. everybody doesn't want me. And so you saying no, ha <laughs> of course, bitch. Yeah, of course. I know what you really want. You about to want to No, bullshit. No, she does not. But that that's what happens. All right. Yeah. I, I, I get, fuck him. Fuck no, them. No, yeah, fuck them. Exactly. Fuck them. Yeah, I get kind of a certain way about that kind of stuff. That shit's not cool to me. 
I don't think so either. I got a daughter. Actually, <laughs> don't say that. I do have a daughter. I know you have a daughter. But people but say that a lot. No, don't use that as the reason why, because yeah. I don't have a daughter. It yeah. shouldn't be about that. It should be like, True. oh, I'm a human. That's what it should True. be. But I do have a daughter. <laughs> you do. You're just You're, facts. Yeah. Like, you might say my name is Patrick. I have two feet. Yes. <laughs> have you seen my eyes? I have both of them. <laughs> All right. So uh, you're going to take a look at this next time you see social media, because um, they are in the spotlight in Congress. They're back there for a two-day grilling over the Russian accounts. Wow, Russia. Now you're fucking us up. So I don't really want to talk about this too much, but I'm just going to just give you some notes of what, what has occurred, okay? Um, so Facebook, Twitter, and Google are getting grilled on Capitol Hill. Um, it's because of the Russian presidential, uh, the Russia attack on the presidential election. So all this stuff is coming out, right? I remember Zuckerberg said, oh, no, it's so crazy, like... Um, there's no way that like we out participate in the dissemination of false information and these Russian links. It's it's so it's like it's so ridiculous. Well, not so fucking ridiculous because the lawmakers released scores of political ads on Wednesday purchased by Russian agents on Facebook and Twitter that showed the extent of the Russians working to polarize the American voting public. There were thousands of political ads on YouTube and tens of thousands of Russian bots tweeted election content. Now. Understand, Lonnie, that like the campaign was only a hundred thousand votes difference in like these small district areas that they were hyper targeted for. So I mean, like this shit makes a difference on, on the fringes. It makes a difference, right? So I'll give you an example. There's a Russian link actor. Um, well, Russian link actors created accounts like the names Black Blacktivist and the Back. Back the badge aimed at voters concerned about police relations with their communities and other accounts that call for secure borders that were aimed at immigration hardliners. Now, one account was called Army of Jesus. It was pu- it published an illustration of an army wrestling match between Christ and the devil. And it quoted Satan. If I win, Clinton's win. Read the headline. Like, these are some visceral shit, dude. So here's some other sampling of ads that were made available. Um, uh, uh. Well the, well, the one that I just read off, um, Facebook, Twitter, and Google are now under investigation for helping to be um, to add a dissemination of Russian propaganda. Huh? I mean, they fucking attacked us. Like the Senates were so mad. Our senator, Diane Feinstein, she she was quoted as saying, "I must say, I don't think you get it." I went home last night with a profound disappointment. I asked specific questions and got vague answers. And these weren't even the fucking CEOs that came. It was like these tech, these they, uh, uh, they sent their like techies over there. No, there's something really funny that I saw on Twitter where they're like, they showed a picture of four different like social media like gurus like Zuckerberg and whoever the other guys are who I don't know their names, but they are all on magazine covers, right? And then the tweet wrote, it's funny how these social media uh, CEOs can always show up on time and ready to go for a photo shoot, but they can't seem to make it down for their Congress depositions. That's, that's so odd. That's really weird that they can, they can, they figure out, okay, what's priorities for them. That's what they do. They have good schedulers. Yeah. I was like, I was like, I can't make that. But when's that picture on Forbes? I got you. I'll be there. I'll be there with my t-shirt on. So I just want to let folks know about that. And the last thing I want to end with is Lion King is being made to a live-action movie, Jelani. I know about this. I'm ready. My body is ready. So live-action remake uh, cast was just announced. It's set to open July 19, 2019. So that's, someone, not, that's not even that long ago. I mean, long from now. It's not that far. So first of all, Simba, Jelani. You know who Simba's going to be? DG, Donald Glover. 
Childish Gambino. Correct. Awesome. Nala. Yes, that's going to be Beyonce. Beyonce. Eh. Um, Mufasa. That is just, once again, James Earl Jones. James Earl Jones. Uh, I'm even, cool with that, are though. They, are they going to just have him just uh, record record from the, from the tape? From maybe. The maybe. Um, Zazu, you know, the the, the Toucan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Toucan. John Oliver? Toucan. Yes, yes. Toucan? Perfect. I like that. John Oliver? I, um, I get, I don't really know the next stars, but Scar is going to be, I can't pronounce that, Jelani. How, how do you say that? Oh, Chiwetel Ejiofor. Who's that? Uh, he's um uh, English actor. He is from. Well, he was in Doctor Strange. He was in what else was he? He's in a lot of films actually. Like he's very you. You can recognize him because he had a, a very distinct scar on his forehead. He okay. was in Twelve Years a Slave. Got it. Perfect. Okay. Cool. Uh, Sir Robbie's Alfred Woodward. Uh, the baby Simba is J D. McCrary. I don't know who that is. Probably he's probably white. Sounds like no, white. no, no, no. He is not white. There is basically oh no, there's no white people. No, there are. White. Well, you just named a freaking uh, John Oliver. Oh yeah, that's true. There's white people in it, but just not 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 the lion. But it seems like they try to make it like yeah, I think they African centric. Yeah, yeah. I think right? they take a lot of inspiration from the play. Good, good. Well, that makes sense. Um, and directed by John Favreau coming back. All right. Think Iron Man movies, Avengers, mm-hmm. awesome. all those things. Looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah. 2019. Ah, all right. So that was fantastic. So our double stuff episode is about to come to a close, folks. Let's go ahead and wrap it up with that. So bye. If I were the man I was five years ago, I'd take a flamethrower to this place. Look here. You know what? You know what? Check this out. Check Uh this out. Go ahead. Preach. All right. So I'm driving. Okay, you're driving, everybody's driving. My situations are always situations where it has to do a lot with driving. I think I may have even said this before, but it's gotten me upset again. If I said it before, I apologize because it's gotten me upset again. Because it's gotten to the point now where you, this seems like people are doing this shit on purpose. Where you get right up on somebody's ass. Right there, where if I were to do any kind of driving whatsoever, where I made a move really distinct, I had to brake anytime really fast, we're going to get into an accident. Now, it gets even worse because this has happened to me recently. I would think, uh, I mean, two days ago, where somebody's riding me the entire time and there are two on the side of me open lanes. And I am basically driving almost backwards how slow I'm driving to prevent you because the faster I go, you're going to continue to ride me because you think that you think that you, you seem to, and maybe this is just in my mind, you seem to feel that it feels like. You're pushing me forward. So if I get closer to you, you're going to drive even faster. Yes. And so because that's what it seems like you want me to do, I'm going to do the complete opposite of that. Right. It's like, oh, you want me to go faster? Well, then I'm not going to do that. You're going to slow down. Yeah. So go to left or right. Go wherever you yeah. want to go. I don't care where you go, but go away from me because you're not giving me the autonomy to be able to maneuver and be able to respond and react to what's happening in front of me efficiently. I don't have that type of ability because you're too close for me to be able to respond and then you to respond after I respond. It does not exist. You're making it more difficult for my driving experience and I need you to get the fuck back, homie. That's it. I don't even have that much to say. So, so get the fuck back. You just don't like people who tailgate. <laughs> get the fuck back. I, and I don't disagree with you. I think it is a particular in, in, in LA, um, it's a huge problem. Um, they make bumper stickers for those. You know, I've seen plenty of ubiquitous bumper stickers. Oh, yeah, such the, the ride my ass. Stop riding my ass. And those are all applicable. So feel free to do that. Get get, get a uh, squeeze doll because you live in L.A., Jelani. I understand. But what I need to do is just have just, I mean, just get my, my pistol. 
I, yeah. I, I don't have I don't no, like you guns. Don't have, you have a sword though. I do. I'm gonna throw my sword at them. I'm yeah. gonna throw my sword at them. Um, no, but I agree. I mean, and go to jail for littering. I was just the other day. I was like, I had to drive through traffic, and I was like, I'm over. I'm over this traffic. It's just it's too much. Um, but I'm gonna ride on that same high horse. Uh, but not about driving, Jelani, about Halloween. Ooh. When you go trick-or-treating, Jelani, um, there's a problem you have to kind of solve when you're going house to house asking people for free candy. Um, when you tell other people that in other countries, they think it's a bizarre ritual that we do. Uh, strangers going to your door, dressing up and trying to get candy. Um, so part of that strange ritual is trying to figure out what house you go to. Okay. The international... A uh, symbol for come knock on my door because I will give you fucking candy is a porch light. Correct. It is a universal fact that that's what it is. Correct. Not many people abide by this, Jelani. You go to some doors that have uh, the porch light on and they knock and no one fucking answers. Yes. You go to some that are pitch black and they say, come on in, get some fucking candy. <laughs> Those are actually kind of the worst. That's scary. Um, there's just no, there's no rhyme or reason. We need to have a better fucking way to identify Okay, um, there's got to be a better way. This line. there's, there's got to be a better way. There's an invention we have not yet invented. Okay, no, it's not even an invention. It's just, just we have to establish the rules. Like on October 30th, we're like, all right, look, everybody, no. if you're out here trying to get these people these cavities, let yeah. people know. You know what? Turn no. the light on. Fuck the light. Put a sock on the door. <laughs> Do okay? something. Draw a big fucking red X over your fucking. You uh, are required. Something more deliberate. You are required to have a jack o' lantern that says "free candy." Yeah. Come inside. Like no, because the porch light. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done with the por- porch light. Okay. I spit it away. <laughs> I am done with the porch light. It does not work. It's not a uniform policy. Everyone fucking believes in. There's plenty of doors you went to. Okay. I don't know what the answer is, Lonnie. But figure it the fuck out because porch lights are not working anymore. And I'll tell you one last fucking thing, okay? <laughs> don't be that goddamn asshole who decorates your fucking house, okay? All fucking super crazy and don't fucking have candy. Oh, wait. Okay? That's don't the, fucking do no, that. that. No, that is the worst person. Don't decorate your fucking house and not be home. No, because... That, right. Here's the reason why that's bad. Because that money that you spent on all those decorations could not have been more than a bag full of candy because they have sales on candy during yeah. Halloween. You can yeah. get candy for five bucks yes. and, and feed an entire neighborhood. Yeah, don't do that. Stop that. Don't be it. You're, if your shit is decorated, your shit has to be fucking exploding with candy. Okay. Better. Better. Don't, don't do that. Don't I be that asshole. Handfuls, handfuls of cavities. This Buckets. is ridiculous. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So oh. anyways, Ooh. find oh. a new process. I don't care what it is. This porch light has not been working in the last 20 years or is degraded in, interrog- in integrity. Oh, substantially. Yes, okay. absolutely. Let's figure this out, people. Figure it out. My blood pressure is up too high. Oh, my God. Patrick, was was that the black tie affair? That's a black tie affair. I need to go ahead and just drop my, 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 my heart rate down for a minute. That's ridiculous. All right. So, folks, once again, thank you guys for hanging out with us for another, seems like, two hours this time. And we love it. We love it a lot. Um, always, as always, uh, keep listening to us. Subscribe to us. Tell your friends all about us. Rate us five stars, like I said before, and I've already done uh, kept my end of the bargain before. Rate us five stars, and on iTunes, I will read you live on air. You will be a star like Patrick and I. Don't you not be famous? A, we're not a star. We're not. We're not stars at all. A fading we'll, glimmer of gas. Speak for yourself. <laughs> speak for yourself. All right, but you could be a star. So we definitely appreciate that. And with that said, we will be back with you next week with more of that goodness, more shenanigans, and more Patrick making up weird-ass fucking names. See y'all later. Peace.